0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Radio. I can't believe what I'm listening
1: to. Baby, baby, baby! Wow!
2: A
3: dick. Dirty,
1: Come a on Shag a pony.
4: What the what the hell happened there? What the hell happened? What happened? Did you break the radio again? What the hell happened? What? the hell happened? No. You're joking. The vibe was getting very, very juicy there. That was a juicy vibe. I'm prepared to try that again. Go on. I'm prepared to try that again. Okay, right. This time we're going to do it, it's going to be a much better mix. I can't believe what I'm listening to.
1: Baby, baby, baby!
4: Still that big gap between the, there we go.
5: All right, we go. Um,
6: Hello. You are a fanny. Oh, what? I'm going to
7: go. Wow. Grab yeah. pussy. Oh, spell. better. What are you beeping on about? Fanny.
1: Come away, chica aquí? Yeah. Sausage. Yes. yes. Are you are on about? What the hell is it, you bite Yeah baby, that was it.
4: mate, from now until next Friday, and then probably for quite a bit after, we're going to play a lot of Slade songs. Dave Hill's coming in the studio next Friday! (laughs) I am so... I am beyond thrilled. Here's the thing, right? Slade, if they hadn't have done that Christmas song, and if they hadn't worn the silly outfits, they would be regarded as one of the greatest rock bands of all time, right? And, and I know Dave was into the song. Dave would wear the most outrageous clothes. And I come in, it's Noddy, and I think Jim wrote the songs, and they'd kind of say to him, Dave, do you have... To... They took him aside at Top of the Pops one day when he had, like, a, a silver cape and the boots and all of this, and they said, Dave, Dave, have you, got a, have you really got a dress? Have you got a dress like that? And he said, lads, you write the songs... I'll sell them. And that's a great line, And But if they hadn't have dressed like that and they hadn't have done that Christmas song, I swear to God, Slade would be the, considered one of the greatest British rock bands of all time. They'd be up there with Sabbath. They'd be up there with Zeppelin. I think they're better than Led Zeppelin. And I've said that before, and that's not me trolling. I, I seriously think they are better than Led Zeppelin. And here's the thing, right? I love... I love my bands in movies. I love it. The Beatles, The Monkees, David Bowie. I love it, right? If you've never seen the movie Slade in Flame, oh, oh, God, it's like... What's it like? Let's do a mathematical formula. A hard day's night multiplied by Kez divided by threads it gives you honestly maybe take the threads out of it Hard Day's Night multiplied by Kez have you seen it Kath no oh it's so good it's so good and it was a flop and it kind of almost killed Slade because everyone was expecting a Hard Day's Night four jolly lads running around being chased by girls and they do this really really bleak grim movie sort of based on their life about just getting ripped off and it is miserable and it's such a good film And some of the best music ever, ever. Such a good album, Slade in Flame. I'm bringing in my copy of Slade in Flame, CD and DVD box set. I'm bringing that in next Friday. Dave's going to
8: sign it. Oh, I've got this single from the 70s my dad gave me. Bring it in. Well, that's a good idea. Bring
4: it in. Bring it in. We'll get it all signed and we'll sell it on eBay. No, we won't. (laughs) It's not going on eBay. Michael, stay there. It'll come to you in a second. Honestly, honestly, honestly. You know we only get people on that we really like, okay? People that we really dig. And I saw that... Um, Dave Hill was doing a book signing at our friend Simon's uh, bookshop in North London, Big Green Bookshop, which we love. And I was like, "Oh, I'm jealous! Oh, I'm really jealous!" Um, and I didn't know Dave was doing the rounds, and so I got in touch with Dave's people, and they came back and they said, uh, "Yeah, yeah. How, how about the, the Friday the 30th?" I said, "Yeah. Does he want? Would he would he stay for an hour?" They went, "Yeah, of course he'll stay." He said, "We've got one. We've got one request though. Um, Dave's doing radio 4 the next morning. Could you get him a cab to the hotel?" Yes, of course. So thrilled! He's got a book out, um, and he's gonna. Dave Hill's gonna be sat there for an hour, and here's 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 the great thrill for for him and me. For him, more, I'm gonna bring in the folder of lyrics.
8: Oh, that's a great idea.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna bring in the folder of lyrics, and I'm gonna see if I can revive his career. If I can kickstart his musical career, just a little kickstart. And um it'll elevate me to the position I deserve to be. So keep your fingers crossed, guys. Could be writing songs for Slade very, very soon. Oh three, four, four, four nine nine one thousand. By the way, got Christmas for the boys sorted out. Oh. Well, I, I met this um this bloke at a petrol station. He um had these boxes of this great toy that apparently is gonna be huge this Christmas. And I bought a box of a hundred of them for um two hundred quid. They're called um uh fidget spinners fidget spinners i bought i bought 100 fidget spinners for 200 quid and they look fantastic but they they're amazing right they're these little things you sort of they're like little sh- ninja throwing stars and you hold them in your finger and you spin them now they don't spin very fast they kind of spin about half a turn and then you got to flick it again and it goes half a turn and flick it again and it goes half a turn very satisfying though very satisfying so i got so i got a load of them so my boys are going to get 50 fidget spinners 50, is that what they call fidget spinners, Samuel? Young fidget spinners. Fid- they're going to get fifty f- fidget spinners each. I'm not going to individually wrap them; that will be ridiculous. I will wrap them in in a, in a pile of one hundred and say so you split them. Mm. But that's my Christmas sorted. Sorted, man. sorted. You got the girls' presents yet? I've got loads of fidget spinners, which you can't have.
8: Oh uh, no, they've they've already um, discarded theirs. Uh, huh? I'm I'm thinking so, Father Christmas is taking care of my kids.
4: Well, Father Christmas takes care of my kids, but then I, the parents also buy them presents. And this is the first Christmas that they're having Christmas Day and Boxing Day. There, you know, then they're coming to me, so they're getting like right. So if my watch stopped at ten o'clock, and they're getting presents from Father Christmas at their house and presents from their mother, but then in twenty-five minutes' time they're getting presents at my house. What time is it, and how many presents are my kids getting? Shed loads. That's what's happening. Good evening, dear listener. It is Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? I yeah. Said, I said it and I didn't really It's been know. Wednesday for a while. Sam heard the hesitancy there. I said it and then I thought, I've got actually no idea. I've got no idea if it is. Do you know what? It is Wednesday. You're doing really
8: well.
4: Thank you, it, Catherine. Is really... It is Wednesday. It's the late night alternative. Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock. Uh, I'm Ian Lee. What's your name again, lady? Today, Catherine. E. Hey, Dr. burverde How do you say it? How do you say it? it's such a, an erotic... Way, this is how you say it. Um, oh, I've, I've got to sort these... I've got to sort these clips out. rap pussy. That's not it. Um, oh, I can't find it. We're never going to find it. Um...
7: Singing, we're glad to be gay. No. Singing, we're happy this way. Hey. hey. Singing, no. you're glad to be gay. Tasty.
4: Um, can't find
8: it. I can oh. Do it live. Go on. <sighs>
4: 0344 499 is the phone number. Michael, stay there. You're going to be the first cab off the rank. Big show this evening, guys. Big show. We're going to speak to the dead. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
4: 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Let's do a couple of calls. Uh, first of all, let's go to Michael. Good evening, Michael. Evening, Ian. Evening, Kathleen. Kathleen.
8: Hello, Michaela. Oh,
4: did, did you say oh, Kathleen?
9: You've you changed your name by default. You're Michaela now, are you? Did you say, hang on, did you call her Kathleen?
4: He did, yeah. I did. Why? I don't, like, I don't like Kath. I don't like Kath either, but I've got to work with her. It's a contractual obligation.
8: <laughs> Neither one of them are, are my name.
4: No, her name's Katherine. Kathleen then? Katherine. Kathleen. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> right. Yes, I've got a question for her. By the way, I,
8: we can do I'm this. I'm still here. You'd have to talk Hang about on. me. In the... We
4: can do this, dear listener. Michael raises a good point. Sometimes you don't like your own name. I don't. I've never liked Ian. Uh, yet when I chose, when I when I changed my name, I kept the Ian. I could have changed that as well. And sometimes we don't like other people's names. So if you've got suggestions for names for me or Catholic, uh, uh, what was it, Michaela, Catherine? Sorry. If you've got suggestions for new names for me or Catherine, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, and if you don't like your name, you can either change it on the air, or we'll change it for you, and it will be a legally binding change. Mm-hmm. That's what we are legally uh, obliged to. Uh, change your names on the air 03444991000. Are you happy with Michael? Michael, because Michael's a bit of a you know, you don't get many Mickey's these days, you get a lot of Mickey's in the 60s and the 70s. Um, and ever since uh, Tony Basil, you don't get any Mickey's anymore,
8: not so many baby Mike's either. No, what? Well, a mic, no,
4: no but I was in a baby, I thought yes, yes, Mickey. So what are, we, what are we calling Kath now? Well, we're calling her Catherine, as that's her name, until we come up with a better name. Hasn't she got three names, like most people? Um, we could ask More her, I nice. suppose. Four we... names, middle name, surname. We could ask her. Well, the, the, was it with the, well She's got a, a Christian name at the end of her name, and, of course, she's got her surname, which is her first name. Um that's back to front. Sorry? That's back to front. Sorry, all right, she's got, she's got a surname which is her first name and the Christian name which goes at the end. There's not, a, there's not a, a posh way of saying middle name, is there? No. Well, you could use it. You can use it, can't you? It is a name you were christened with. Well, you were christened with it. You can, you can use it. I, I tell you what, Michael, instead of talking about her, we could ask her if you wanted to. What we're
9: going to ask her, has she got a middle name?
8: Still discussing whether you're going to speak hang to her minute. Can, hang on a minute. I mean...
4: Please, Catherine, we're talking about whether we're going to ask you a question, and if we do, what the question's going to be, so just butt out of it. Yes, OK, today is 100 days, uh, 100 years since women were allowed to stand for election, um, uh, but, you know, let's just not dwell on, on you know, mistakes in history. So, Michael, what do you want to... First of all, do we want to ask Catherine a question? And if so, what do we want that question to be?
9: I want to know how she knows what a squaddy wash is.
4: Okay, so you've got... The name thing has been discarded. And we're going straight to the squaddy wash. Yes. I I could answer that for her. Oh, she she came out with it.
9: No surprise that she knew that... Well, Got I watch could watch. I could
4: answer that I could answer that for her. In fact, I probably will to save it, to save her um, getting into this conversation. There are two two reasons, and I'm, I'm please, 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 there are two reasons she knows the phrase
3: Ooh.
4: "squaddy watch. Thank you. One is she has family that are in the military, in the military, in the in the, and I cannot say which 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 army they're in. It's not
8: in the army,
4: exactly. It's not a squaddy either. Okay, I didn't say it was a squaddy. Didn't use the word "squaddy," so you've embarrassed yourself. That's
8: not the reason
4: I know the term. No, I know. I've got. To, you? you no, this is there are two reasons, and one right. So one is she has got a member of the family in the the uh, in the SAS, as I call them, the Who Dares Wins posse. That's not
1: in the SAS that's,
4: that's at that's all. I yes, the
9: I SAS. Know, it's not, it's not did you know?
4: Did you know, Michael? And I bet Catherine didn't know this. There's an S B S.
8: Yeah, I do know that.
4: Did, yeah. you, did you know, that, Michael? What does the B stand for, Michael? got a clue. Well, you're an I, idiot. I know. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, it stands for um, the Special what? Bastard Service. No. And they, it means they are the hardest <laughs> bastards in the army, even harder than Team A. Um, but also Outside she knows...
9: i will side, the Legion are probably the hardest. The what? The Legion.
4: What, the, the boozers down the, the British Legion? No. What? The, the blues is over in France. In, uh, oh, oh, the France. French Foreign Legion. La, uh, yeah. la français de Légionnaire a... uh, pour la désert. Um, but yeah. she also knows it because it's quite a common phrase and she's quite bright. Those are the two reasons. They really are, Catherine. They really are the two reasons. wouldn't be the reasons I
8: would give, no one's asked me.
4: So I hope that answers your question, Big Mike. Baby Mike. Does she actually know how they ever wash? Yes, of course she does. What they do in, in is they, water, in yeah, the, the basin. they connect a hose to a urinal. Oh, no, they don't. And then it sprays out <laughs> all over them.
9: Yeah, that, that's to get the pong away when they go in the field after the cattle.
4: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, I hope um, I've answered Kath's questions well enough for you, Michael. Well, can't you speak? Okay, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Hundred years since women were allowed to stand for election—that is nuts. Yes. I was thinking about that today, right? I think I don't know if it's today, but they've been talking about it on the radio a few times. So I'm not going to—I'm not doing a thing now. It's only a hundred years, so uh, right. So right, just after the the First World War. Blokes went, do you know what, I think we've, we've screwed this up. Let's says that women have a chance. I said, I just, here's the thing, it's only just dawning on me, right? and I apologise uh, about this, it's only just dawned on me how, if you are not a white heterosexual man, how screwed up this world is for you. Even if you go, I'm going to say one step down in the perceived ladder of privilege, go one step down to a white heterosexual woman. The amount, the gap between the white heterosexual man and the white heterosexual woman is huge. It's huge. We've not even got onto the LGBTQ plus or black or white. We've not even got there yet. We've just gone to the white heterosexual woman. The gap is amazing. And I, they were talking about it a lot on the news. I think it must be today uh, that women were allowed to stand for election for the first
8: time. You know who the first female MP was?
4: I, I do actually. I do. the Well, the very first one. Um, didn't sit in Parliament because she was, she was Féin, Irish. Yeah. yeah, 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 so she didn't. And the, 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 what, the first one he did was a Conservative... I can't remember her name. Aster, Lady Aster. That's it, that was it. She was
8: American. Was she really? Mm-hmm.
4: Um, but if, just today, I thought, flip it, a hundred... It's only been a hundred years. What is... What is... Go- <laughs> I don't... I, I have no question. I'll come to you in a second, Alan. I have no question. I have no real thought-out statement to make, I just let that fact sink in that you, women have only been allowed to stand for election as an MP for a hundred years, and before that it was blokes Mm -hmm. it was blokes I don't the world well, is nuts.
8: They do know what's best for us, don't they? Well, that was the thing, you know. In families, you would defer to the head of the household, even if he well, was a, you know, thicko. It
4: wasn't perfect because we did have World War Two under your reign, so I'm not
8: sure how much we had to do with that. Apart from were, keeping were, the home fires burning,
4: you were in power. Oh, keeping fires burning exactly arson. So no, <laughs> not the pacifists that we thought
8: making things to drop on the I just bo- thought, on the Germans. I thought It was
4: incredible, and I would like to say to women. As a as a spokesman for the 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 male community, I would like to say sorry. I'd like to say sorry. We screwed you over, big time, man. We screwed you over big time. And I'll apologise to the black and the Asian and the gay and lesbian community at some point. But today, I want to apologise to women, on behalf of men. We we have screwed you over for centuries, and you know what? I think we're going to screw you over for a little bit longer. Before you get the upper hand. But it's gonna. I, man alive, the world is nuts. Um, and that's why we let Alan Caddick on the show. Uh, uh, only if Alan can pass one simple test. Alan, name something that happened on yesterday's show that you were not involved in, please. I'm
7: 25 hours behind him because I can tell you what happened on the night. I didn't qualify for that night.
4: Right. If you want to come on today's show... I can tell you what happens on Monday. Well, that will get you on Tuesday's show, and that's no, been... No, you, t- you said no to Tuesday. Well, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I saw you phone Even up.
9: I'm 25 hours behind.
4: Well, you still... No, you no, really no. you are not given me answer for Monday to qualify. No. No, Ian! No. I, I knew this would happen. Well, you should have... Then all you no, had to... good. I told Sam you were going to cut me off. All you had to do was listen to 30 seconds of yesterday's show, and then you'd be on tonight. He, I didn't cut him off, he hung up. He hung up. Oh, dearie me. Did we do the break? We did. OK. Well, get ready for some violent outbursts on the, on an obscure Facebook page that has my name in and I didn't even know existed until last week when I was told that there were some violent outbursts going on there. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I didn't cut you off. No, it looked like, no, it looked like I was white, Sam. Well, I haven't, I haven't cut you off. You said I cut. You I haven't, I haven't. No, I talked to Sam. Well, unfortunately, do, No, Do you have Sam's? You have Sam's do you have Sam's? Pers- do you have Sam's personal phone number? No. Well, unlucky I'm then. He, then he's it's not going to talk to you. Ta- this is not a phone That's in and chat to. This is not a phone in and chat to Sam. Phone in.
8: We haven't got that desperate for
4: ideas yet. That's next Tuesday. Good idea. Uh, all you've got to do, you know, you know the rules, dude.
7: Not so do one more for me, and everyone else gets straight on. This is victimisation.
4: Yeah, and your point is?
7: I, you're making an example of me because I'm not a regular listener. You're making yes. an example of me because yes. I'm not a Yes. and i warning to other people to try and cheat the
4: system. Yes, correct. That's, yes, you've got it. Wow. That was very insightful. Yes, I'm making an example of you because you, you don't listen to the show that you want to come on and do your monologues on. Yes. No,
7: no, I wanted to change my name. That was all I wanted to do tonight. And now well, I'm you can be do that. And then, then, uh, of Alan
4: forever. Well, then all you've got to do is tell me something that happened in yesterday's show. Take a guess. Take a guess. So you might you might be right. No, no, I'm going to be wrong, because anything I guess is are going to say wrong, and I'm well, going to get if, cut if, off. If you get it wrong, then, yes, you will be wrong. But do you know what? You might get it right. The show was pretty wild last night. It was out there. Well, I,
7: I was too busy watching. I was limited to notice.
4: OK, that's fine. Three
7: hours. Yeah, I was watching on um, ITV, then on ITV Plus One, But I was watching on ITV 2
4: Plus One, Extra Cam. So you watched it on ITV, then on ITV Plus One, so you watched the same show twice. Yes. Right, well then just guess one thing that may have been on last night's outrageous show.
1: Oh, come on, don't,
4: don't know. OK, well then oh, make, oh. make sure you listen to tonight's show. And then you've only can... got tonight's answer um, I've got tonight's um, lined up. Well what is it? No, for tomorrow. I've got tonight's answer uh, for tomorrow lined up. Well what well, what are you gonna say tomorrow then when you phone in? You're changing people's names. Okay. Right, fine. Okay. So you can you definitely you can definitely get on tomorrow's show if you remember that. But unfortunately, Alan, telling me what's on tonight's show is not good enough. So we're gonna, have to... gonna cut me off. Yes, I'm gonna cut you off. He hung up, so I didn't cut him off. So his his um, prophecy was incorrect. It was an incorrect prophecy. O oh, three four four
8: four nine nine one thousand.
0: Thank you, Kath. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk
4: Radio. <laughs> o oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So my cat is fine. She's an old lady. She's nineteen and three quarters velvet. She's deaf. Um, took her to the vets yesterday. She's fine, gonna be around for a while.
8: She walks like Tina Turner. She
4: does, it's very stiff back legs. Um, but just like Tina Turner, her front legs are loose like a goose. Belting. Um, and my kids, my youngest, keep saying, When is Velvet gonna die? Because I wanna buy a kitten. And I keep going, We're not gonna get a kitten until Velvet dies. And then I'm thinking, Well, Velvet could be around for a good few more years, right? She, She could be, the world record is 31, just before their 32nd birthday for a cat. We could get close to that, right? And at which point, my youngest is going to be like nineteen, and he ain't going to want a kitten. Of course, he will. Everyone wants a kitten. So I've been looking online for kittens, for kittens, rescue kittens, right? Rescue kittens. I'm not going to buy one. You to buy a kitten. They're like six, seven hundred quid. I'm not buying one. I'll get a rescue cat. And then a few people have said, "Well, why are you getting kittens? Why don't you go and get an older rescue cat?" Because they get ignored. I've done that. Done that. I've done my part for that. That was Velvet was a two-year-old cat when I got her. So I feel... And I've had her for 17 years. So I feel that I have done my part for the older... She's a black cat as well, which apparently no-one wants. I love black cats. They're the best. So I feel I have done my part for the older black cat community. So now it's my turn to get a kitten that no-one wants. Maybe two. Maybe two kittens that no-one wants. Who knows? But so but me and Kath... <laughs> I was just sat at my computer when Kath was working and I just go, oh, oh, ooh. and she said, what are you looking at? And then the next hour was just us. <laughs> Both of us going, oh! cat rescue websites. It was just like it was like some weird kind of porn thing. It was the best. So um, I'm not
8: allowed a kitten. I would dearly love one. So I'm know. getting a kitten by proxy. Yeah,
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a kitten. Sometimes they come in pairs. Does not want to be separated from his sister. Okay, oh, well. then if you
10: insist, <laughs> if you insist, I'll take them both in.
4: And I think, I think Velvet will be all right with them. I think she's moved out away from the dog. She's nice and chilled out. She now is, you know, she owns that house. She's an old lady, and she kind of pads around and, and does shouts it at you. Shouts a lot because she's deaf. <laughs> um, and I think, I think she'll tolerate. A couple of kittens. I think she'll, you know, let them know pretty early. She's not into, not like into playing and stuff. But I can imagine them getting on quite well. Um, and as long as I make a fuss of her, I think it's, I think it's going to be all right. If anyone's got any tips, bless you. If anyone's got any tips on uh, introducing kittens to older cats, or where I can get some kittens in Aylesbury, near Aylesbury, it's kind of the nearest town to me is around that way. It's going to happen, man. Kittens. Looking forward to that. 03444991000. It's a Dirty Pervert. Good evening, Ian. Hey, how's it going? Dirty Pervert. It's going very, very well, sir. What you got for us?
9: Dave Hill. How excited must you be? Oh!
4: I'm thrilled. I'm watching Slade in Flame at the weekend. I recommend everyone watches it. It is the slowest, most bleakest rock band movie ever. And then put on Slade's... It's got some of the best music. Going put on Slade's greatest hits and then s- sit back next Friday evening between 10 and 11 and Marvel as I see just how far I can, first of all, blow smoke up his ring piece and then put my tongue up there. That's going to be the plan. Mr. Dave Hill, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Listen, I'm, I've realized i
9: because I read a lot I all I seem to read is biographies, yeah me too, um, yeah, and I get yeah, from what you've been saying, you sort of read very similar ones, and i I read the the Knotty holder one and the uh God, what's the drummer's name oh is it
4: it's not Jim lee that's the bass player it's um no. uh, the guy no it's the guy that had the um the car crash. The- yeah, really bad accident. He too, lost his it? memory, didn't he? What was his name? Slade drummer. Hang on, I'm googling it. I know um, Don yeah. Powell. Don Powell. Don Powell. And that—that's hysterical. Really, really funny. Is it good? I've not read that one. Yeah, he had a terrible, terrible car crash. I think in his roller, and um, he lost his his memory, and he couldn't remember. I, I think he still can't remember how yeah, the songs go, and he has to before the before each song. They have to just just remind him what the rhythm is for the song and then count him in. Yeah, that's right. And I'm going to back you up on something here. Thank you. Um, Even though you keep calling me a pervert every time I ring up. Well, you spell your name, you spell your name, I-A-N. Dirty pervert. That's what that means. (laughs) Like I say, I lost that I in a... Industrial accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I can hear your, I can hear your wonderful, wonderful uh, partner in the background giggling. Hi, um... o- Hello, my darling. If you ever want to, if you ever want to see what a real Ian feels like, then you just give me a call. You want a real I Ian know, with I two eyes?
8: Even, I don't even want to feel the one I've got. Thank you. <laughs> burn. That was a sick burn. Dirty well done.
4: Yeah. If I could
8: high-five you, madam, I would.
4: <laughs> well done. Well done. I think I've just spoiled her for other men. So. Um, when I work out what that means, I'll get back to you. Right, <laughs> yes, go on. So what were, you, what were you saying? Were you saying something? Do you know, I don't know. Uh, it was... Oh, mm. um, we've both had... You keep out of this, madam. We've both <laughs> had a Don Powell moment. No one knows what's going on and what we were just talking about. Noddy Holdersburg. No, what was it? I've, I've got it now. I was going to back you up there. Yes.
9: I've, I've, I only got into Led Zeppelin... And I've not even got into Led Zeppelin. I got a I when I bought a car there was a Led Zeppelin best of C D.
4: Yeah. Oh.
9: And um <laughs> I played it and I and it, I still went, yeah, it's all right. But Slade I think are a better band, a way better band. Definitely.
4: Definitely, but because they did they did two and a half minute, three and a half minute silly pop songs, you know, silly in inverted commas. They're not considered as serious as Led Zeppelin, and also Slade never cracked America. They played America, they played America a lot, and um, I, I do know for a fact that they played an America gig in New York in America in about 1973, and in the audience were Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, and they went. Hmm. Yeah. let's see if we can rip these guys off. And, and Kiss totally ripped off Slade. And I know they are yeah, a they're huge in. influence on American bands, but they never really made it over there. Well, by saying that, I did read... Uh, another book I picked up
9: was um, the one by the tour manager of Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. Um,
4: and that that's really quite... Oh, wow. I don't... I don't like... Here's... All right, here's the thing. Some of... Some of Led Zeppelin's tour antics... Well, I was going to say border on, are actually rape. They're rape. You know, and they're sexual abuse. And, you know, the whole thing of Jimmy Page with the 14-year-old girl, that's a fact, that's out there, I'm not libeling anyone... That's a fact. He plied her with drugs and took her across state lines and was was having sex yeah. with this fourteen year old girl. You know that happened. happened. The yeah, whole thing, the cool. whole, the whole thing with the hotel, with that where you could you could you could fish out of the hotel window and, window and get snapper fish, catch snapper fish, and then they they inserted them into a groupie. That stuff as a as a youngster, i think, think, oh, these are cool rock and roll stories. As a forty five year old man, I think that doesn't work for me, man. No, no,
9: me neither. But I, I guess it was a different world, but. The um, the, the, that that tall manager though, I reckon he admitted that a lot of the stories were made up by him because he was um, he was quite a, he was a bit of a, a junkie himself. So and he needed the money, yeah. so he did make up a lot of these stories too. I don't know what's true and what's not, but it's an unbelievable
4: read. Um, well, there you go, uh, Ian. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, I've just tweeted someone to f off while we're talking there. Mm.
8: Uh,
4: I don't get it. Says oh that guy, Faro Sixty Six, person who
8: doesn't use his own name I- or a proper picture. I don't get it. This
4: is your job. What's with the depressing attitude every day. Uh, I feel like I want to die. Even I, die hard fan, can't be bothered to listen now. A show advertises depressing before it. Before it, you start show. What's he Quit if about? you don't like it. Yes, a show. That's your job. When did I say tonight's show was going to be a depressing show? Hey, listen. Here's the thing. This is how good I am. This is what genius I am. This is what performance master I am. This is how, how skillful I am. I can can um, be, you know, literally um, looking at rope online to put around my neck and still deliver the most upbeat, best show you've ever heard in your life. Faro sixty six. I know what. Why don't you grow a pair of balls, phone me up, and then I'll cut you off. This is Talk Radio,
0: the late night alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On talk radio.
4: Yes, great. Pharaoh Ram, call us now. Pharaoh Ram, call us now. Pharaoh Ram, call us now. But you won't call us because you're a cheese. saying the show is going to be miserable because of a tweet that Catherine... So Catherine sends out a tweet saying tonight's show is going to be puerile and pointless. And Pharaoh Ram um decides that's a good time to pick on uh, uh, uh mental illness and say he's never listening to the show again because it's depressing but hang on pure isle and pointless doesn't mean depressing ferra Ram. do you not understand the english language for crying out loud do you not understand the english language pure isle and pointless doesn't and it also she wrote that because we got told off today <laughs> we got told off by someone who of no great import at talk radio who said our show was pure isle and pointless because I got, I got, right, so we got told off, right? Because during the news, um, one day, the other day, I played, during the news, I played this. A dick. Right, so we got told off and got called i pure... my
8: computer. Oh. oh. I'll seriously fall out of Okay, joking. well, let me delete it then. No, no, no. no, no. just see what's been done. Uh-oh. Come on. Enjoy your water. Oh,
4: come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Ram was right. Sorry? You're siding with Pharaoh Ram 66? Of all people? Pharaoh says, um, go ahead, bash another listener.
8: You don't Co- listen anymore, you said.
4: <laughs> Call you? Are you nuts? The way you have, even ripping callers these last days? Why bother? No wonder no one calls.
1: <laughs> My name is Pharaoh Ram and I'm a child.
4: We get more calls than they the show on this station, dude. Pharaoh sixty-six. He is a chicken. He's a coward. He's too scared to pick up the phone. He said, "Tell you what, you can even phone up under the name Pharaoh, um, and stop using. You know, you don't have to give us your name. You coward. You big old coward. Pharaoh, you belches. Where does puerile? What was it? Puerile and what? Puerile and In, inconsequential. Pointless pointless where does well, that's, uh, that's all good where does that mean Where does that mean depressing pharaoh Answer that question right? and this is the last little bit of communication I'll have with you f- through Twitter because I don't know if you know this I'm doing a radio show, not a twitter show um so um, answer this then I'll block you um or phone in and I'll unblock you. oh there's a phone number that we don't know but wh- what does pure island pointless mean depressing wh- what do those things can you can you see the connection? Between those two things, because I don't see the connection. Is that him? Yeah? No? Yes? No? Is he coming back? So what did he come on the microphone? What did, uh, what did she say? Literally just phoned up. I, I assume it was him. Yeah. It was like, I know he's coming off the Benaflack scene. Just look after him, mate. That was it. Oh, how patronising. patronising prick. You patronising cheese, all of you. I've never felt finer!
8: i'm not on medication and i think you're an idiot (laughs) no one's looking after me
4: oh pharaoh all right Pharaoh, time to say blackity black black hey listen give us a call pharaoh and we'll we'll unblock you man it's as simple as that it really is simple as that sorry if you're not digging the show um sorry if you're not digging the show Uh, what can i tell you man the show i think has been on fire this week I a couple last week. They were a bit more... So, uh, Rebecca Vardy has come out and said that loads... Have you seen this this interview?
8: Said that I loads have very of, little um, interest in what that woman has to say about anything. But she said that loads of the jungle is faked. Let me, I'm gonna, I just I'm, think she's just being controversial for attention. So, what, what she says is true...
4: Right, to a certain extent... Um... Okay, so this is in Heat magazine. One of the greatest magazines ever. Um, I agree every time you go on a website now do you want cookies? whatever just can I get to the website please and I've got an advert for oh because I've been typing in cats I've got an advert for cat food right Um, Rebecca exclusive Rebecca Vardy claims I'm a Celeb is all fake uh, she had a fair share of trials and tribulations during her time on I'm a Celeb to get me out of here was she in it last year? But Becky Vardy is more than happy to chat to us about what goes on behind the scenes, as long as it's from the comfort of her sofa. Oh, please answer the question to reveal the rest of the article. Get stuffed. Let's go to um, the Express. Um, Claiming several of the scenes shown on TV are set up and orchestrated. Here's the thing. The whole thing is orchestrated. It's a really expensive television show. So it's orchestrated. It's directed. Uh, Rebecca has claimed some of the iconic scenes shown on the reality TV show were fake as well as saying producers reshot some scenes several times now here's the thing including when stars cross the bridge to go and complete their bushtacker trials yeah they do because you've got... Here's the thing, right? So you, you've got to cross the bridges to get to the Bush Bushstocker Trials. Generally, towards the end, you would have two cameras, but generally you'd have one camera. So you would um, be filmed walking through the woods, and then they'd say, right, can you just stop there? Can you just go back a bit? C- C- Dave, can you move the camera around there so you get them walking past, please? So, you, so we'd do that, and then we'd get to the bridge, and quite often we'd be filmed walking onto the bridge, then stopped, and someone else would walk onto the bridge and stop, then the camera would go to the other end of the bridge so they could film us... But that's not. But A, that's not fakery, that's television. And also, none of that was integral to the storyline. It's not, it's not as if we were told, um, guys, sorry, can, that, that thing, Ian, that thing you just said to Shappy, can you say it again but be a bit angry? It was nothing like that. This stuff was all just technical stuff, so they're covered for shots yeah, and things. And we,
8: we know it's not live all the time.
4: Um, speaking to Heat Magazine, Becky said the way the show is edited surprised her the most. How edited it is, even down to us walking to the trials. Ah, okay. We had to do that walk three or four times. She also commented on how group discussions in camp were pre-planned, with producers apparently suggesting a topic the campmates were to talk about next. Any time you see people sat around the fire, usually someone's been called to the Bush Telegraph. They return um, with a bit of paper and says, we all need to discuss this topic. They did that a few times, um, maybe half a dozen, eight Maybe 10 times, tops, probably half a dozen times, I want to say. If we hadn't done anything that day, if nothing had really happened that day and it'd been boring, one of us would get called in and we'd get a laminate and it would say, um, You would go out and you say, Dear campmates, um, we would like to know what you, would, uh, um, what you would be doing if you hadn't been a celebrity. So then you'd sit there and I could, quite often I'd get the laminate and I would say to Toff, Toff, I can't do this. If I say that as a conversation, and we, just, we all sat there together, I'd say if I, I can't do this and make it sound spontaneous, I will make it sound sarcastic. And Toff comes from a program where it's all—they
8: give me directions. It's, it's
4: all pre-planned conversations with spontaneous outcomes. So Toff would generally go, "Guys, I was wondering um, if you weren't—if we weren't celebrities, what do you think you'd be? Jamie, what do you think you'd be?" So we did a few of those, eight of those maybe, but everything else. <laughs> Everything else happened as it happened, and and I don't know how many... I've, I've not watched it back, and do you know what? I'm never going to watch it back, I've decided. Um, so I didn't even know how many of those conversations were actually included, but e- e- everything else was real, and as spontaneous... This is the thing, when I got called it, g- went in there, I got called fake and playing a game... And my way of treating it was, and this was my way right from the start, and it had to be my way, is that I was going to work on a TV programme and I was going to be staying, I was going to be sleeping in a TV studio for three weeks, right, even though it was outside. And so when I got there, I made a point of clocking where every single camera was, where every hidden microphone was. I went round and I made a point of knowing it because otherwise I would have gone nuts. So I had to pretend I was in a TV studio and I had to accept that I was doing a job and no one else, hardly anyone else accepted that it was a job and a TV show. They were all on a like flipping spiritual journey. And I'm there having the same vibe as when I go and do Good Morning Britain or when I did the 11 o'clock show. It was a job. It was a job and I was getting paid for it and I knew where the cameras were. And also I used the cameras to my advantage. I would occasionally turn to a camera as if to, you know, knowing. Yeah. And also you can tell. What was good is you could tell when a camera was moving on you. So you go, oh, I'm saying something interesting. All right, I'll keep this going a little bit. But it's not fake. Well,
8: the defence for some people, and I'm not naming any names, but the defence for some people when they don't come off as well as they um, hope they would by going into a television programme is that they've been edited severely. So I'm just going to leave that dangling.
4: Here we go. It comes after several secrets about the creation of the show were exposed. The iconic waterfall is actually a man-made feature, which is switched off between 3pm and 6pm every day to conserve water. I was surprised when I saw that. But then, if you had watched last series, apparently some, you know, secret doors opened and telephones came out. (laughs) So, that don't happen in real waterfalls. Um... Along with the wood, campmates go off to collect for fire that has been dried and chopped up in advance, then strewn over a wide area by TV crews so the slaves can be sent. Yeah, yeah, yes, by a stream. We we, we go off to collect wood and you come back with with little wooden logs that are just the
8: perfect (laughs) size for the fire. And you didn't have to dry them out. The
4: former, uh, uh, understandably, the celebrities cannot be let loose with an axe to chop their own wood. Alongside that, Some of the rocks dotted around the creek are made out of fiberglass. Yeah, there's <laughs> microphones and cameras in them, so some of the rocks aren't real, and you'd spot them pretty pretty early on.
8: Mm, but the basket that gets dangled down from heaven—that was real, right? Uh... I mean, come on. I know that um, Holly Willoughby um, is the subject of a "Oh my goodness, I'm a celebrity" is a television program uh, story today because in one shot she's wearing a jumper with a slogan on, and the next shot it's a plain black jumper. Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> But goodness me!
4: Um, but you know, it's the. I am avoiding this. Is I'm a celebrity, but I'm happy to. If people want to phone up and, and kind of you know cross reference my experience, I'm happy to kind of talk about it. But it's um it, it's a it's a TV show. This is another thing. When I got um. Um, Saved from nominations I got like a pass through So I wasn't nominated for the first thing And, I start, and I'd and said I wanted to leave And I really did want to leave at that point I really, really wanted to leave I thought, I thought oh, God, I've got to stay for another day Maybe another two days um, But when I got that pass, I did kind of cheer and, and Rebecca Vardy said, oh, you're a game player And I said, no, no, no. I said, it's, And I, this is what I said to her I said, it's just dawned on me At this point, with me being excluded from nominations Or whatever it is I'm in the biggest game show on television. I've just remembered. I'd forgotten for a bit, and I got sucked into... I, I, I said to her, I've remembered I'm in a really big game show. This is a game show. We're in a game They're show. they were playing a game. And this, is, and this is part of the game, is people at random. they were at random. Two people got excluded from the first votes, and I was one of them. I think Amir might have been the other, I'm not sure. And I said to her, this is a game show. And she got really angry at, at me calling it a game show, and I don't know what these people think when they go in there. Anyway. Not a lot. Listen, guys, we got paid We got paid so much money to do that. I got paid the least amount of money out of all of them, I found out. And I'm still really, really happy. Let's just say that the money I got paid was half of the deposit for the house, I mean. You know what I mean? I, I've got a house out of it, pretty much. So thank you very much indeed, ITV. You won't hear me complaining about that aspect of it. Oh, 0344... Four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, The Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
4: on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
11: The voice that keeps on calling me Down the road where I always seem to be And every stop I make I see my old friend and it ain't long till I get spun round And I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow my whole world will settle down But it ain't tomorrow, so I keep moving on I'm down a road that never seems to end Full of track lines and rails and lies around each bend So if you're going to join me for a while, better grab your hat. You know I live like that kind of hobo style. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. It ain't tomorrow, so this old world's still my home. I got my own world waiting to unfold In a zip drag I can tell it down. We're locked down in. Hang on, soul. hang on, hang on. I made it through so far, so I know it won't be long I must be almost there, already paid my fare with this <laughs> old-born soul This
4: version doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't... I don't know what he's... He, I mean, he means oh it, God, but I don't know what he means.
11: Down, but it ain't tomorrow, so tomorrow. I guess I'll keep moving on. OK, mate, good luck with that. That's, uh, that's, so
8: that's th- from the new Nick Knowles album. Oh, 03444... Four, four. He's number one now, isn't he?
4: Yeah. Number one in the iTunes chart. Good for him. Well done. Great guy. Oh, 03444991000 four, is the telephone number. The switchboard is empty, dear listener. so now would be a great time to give us a call. Um... We need sexual heating. What does that mean? I'll tell you. Putting
8: your willy on the radiator?
4: No, God, no, don't do that. (laughs) Whatever you do, take it. I'm not going to go into details, but trust me, don't do that. And don't try and have sex with a hot water bottle. Couples (laughs) feels good, but then it hurts a lot and there's a lot of skin coming. Anyway, (laughs) couples are saving cash on heating bills... By turning up the temperature in the bedroom. So what, they're heating the bedroom? Oh, I see. We are going to all kinds of Randy lengths.
8: <laughs> oh, no. Don't say Randy and lengths. Randy together. lengths
4: was my nickname at school. <laughs> to beat the wind to chill. <laughs> Saucy lovers are putting on smoochy music by crooners, such as sexual. <laughs> heat.
8: Who wrote this? My grand.
4: Smoochy and music by crooners. A guy called Anthony Thrower. Oh, Anthony. It's in the start. Gosh. Saucy lovers are putting on smoochy music by crooners such as sexual healing singer Marvin Gaye Not a crooner. to make steamy sex. <laughs> to make...
8: Make steamy, steamy
4: sex. Steamy sex. I want to make steamy <laughs> sex. Dirty perfect. Very much so.
8: Has this been put through, like, Google Translate or something? Cause...
4: The idea is most popular in Norwich.
8: <laughs> is that because of the... Um... Because off ready when I get home.
4: Where 15% admitted to getting hot under the covers compared with just 4% in seaside town Brighton. Because in Brighton they like doing it in trees and in, in toilets and in just everywhere. Dirty place. Other ways of beating the cold oh, include living in one room, oh. leaving the ov- oven door open and lighting a fire. And 8% said they decided to exercise at home to get hot. And um, the spokesman for this company that's done the survey, who I ain't going to mention, said, as temperatures fall, we found people go to great lengths, to a saucy length, to some of them. Was it saucy lengths? Randy lengths. <laughs> randy lengths. As temperatures fall, we fi- found people go to randy lengths to avoid putting the heating on. What concerns us is that so many people are worried about the cost of heating their house. Um, the survey also found one in ten only turn their heating on because they're nagged by their flatmate partner or child. Well,
8: None of them mention putting a cardigan on.
4: Exactly. Here's the thing, man. Put a cardigan on... My house is freezing and my boiler is knackered, so sometimes the boiler works and then sometimes it won't and I'm getting a new boiler and all of that boring stuff. Um... Uh, but my house is cold, so I put on a cardigan and I kind of jog up and down the stairs a little bit, warm up. There's this amazing blankies. invention,
8: blankets. I was going to say an amazing invention called blankets. Yeah. So if you're not quite warm enough, you can just slip one of these things on. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, old-fashioned technology. Um, uh, I've got the blankies going, man. Yeah. Hot water bottles.
4: Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. There's a there's a there's a singer. Great singer. Um, occasionally a great songwriter. Did he write Grapevine? I think he heard. No, he heard, I know he heard it through the grapevine. Did he write?
8: No, I don't think so. I right.
4: heard it through the grapevine. Honey, honey, yeah. He wrote Sexual Healing. Did Did Marvin Gaye, was Marvin Gaye the, the writer of the song, I Heard It Through the Grapevine? Um... How far off the data do you think we are, Catherine? Not
8: far, not far. Okay. I can do it now. It's coming through. It's just, uh, it's just, okay. it's just, it's just coming through now. If you just bear with me one second, here it comes, here it comes, it is. Jesus, it? single in? by Marvin Gaye. Yeah, we know he did it. Songwriters Norman Whitfield, Barrett Strong. All right, thank you. God, that took
4: flipping ages. What's wrong? What's going on? Um, but he's but um, shot to death. By his dad, with the gun that he that Marvin Gaye bought him as a present. Why well, I don't know. I do know why because I've read a book about him and I've forgotten. I don't know why. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's turn this show into a Marvin Gaye dedication show. Why did his dad shoot him? Was his dad high on drugs? I know Marvin was high on drugs. There's a brilliant documentary, right, from about 1982, when Marvin Gaye was off his face on drugs, like really heavy into drugs. So to get clean, he went to Zeebrugge. In Belgium, is that? I think that's in Belgium. He went to Belgium, this really grim, very grey, concrete um, uh, fishing port. A horrible, horrible place, and just stayed with this guy who was a fan and his wife, and they helped get him clean. And then he started jogging and running, and started writing sexual healing. Um, and then he started doing concerts again. And he was he was clean from drugs. He was rehabilitated, and he went back to his dad, and his dad shot him. It's a strange, odd story, man.
8: Did you know about here, my dear? The album, here, my dear. Yep. About the divorce, you know it then.
4: Yeah. Yeah, right, go, no, go on and tell it I've told I've said this before go on and tell it it's
8: a great one so it's his 15th studio album yeah. and he wrote it about the fallout from his divorce from Anne Gordy Barry Gordy's daughter I'm going to say not?
4: why not Barry yeah. Gordy's still alive and he's in his 80s mm-hmm. man I'd love to speak to that guy
8: he knows some stories did not he so the idea was that she would get some, what was it, all the profits, half the profits?
4: All the profits of his next album.
8: Yeah, so he deliberately wrote something that he thought was below par called Here, My Dear. A
4: sprawling double album that some people actually love,
8: apparently. Uh, yeah, them. some people think it's some of his best work, yeah, but, but they didn't at the time.
4: Yeah, It's a very it didn't sell. Very bitter album. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Sandy. Good evening, Sandy.
12: Good evening,
4: how are you? Very, none of your business, Sandy. What have you got for us tonight?
12: You know how you talk about mental health and like obviously I've had my experiences with it. Yes. And you're also talking about healthy eating. Uh
4: well yeah, me and Kath what? have cut out the meat for three or four or five days we had a vegan meal tonight. Uh, which is very nice. Um, uh, we're trying to eat a little bit. I've, I haven't had chocolate for over a week. I haven't I had a have. latte.
8: Have you? Yeah.
4: Oh, I've, I had ice cream at the weekend. I haven't had a latte for 10 days. I love my lattes. I've not had one for 10 days. So I'm, I'm trying to eat a little bit better. How does your colon feel, Catherine?
8: Fresh as a daisy. I'd
4: like to inspect it.
8: No, you wouldn't.
4: Um, so, yes, Sandy, we're changing our diet for a while and seeing what happens.
12: Um, I just wanted to know from you. What do you think about alternative cures for depression? Like they there's a lot of with regards to Michael Polan, he's he's been a dietitian and a healthy eater for a long time. Yes. But he's also very interested in mental science. Yes. Um and he did a podcast, it's quite interesting, you should listen to it sometime if you into it okay. with Joe Rogan, um, about psilocybin and
4: the- oh, magic mushrooms.
12: Yeah, but it's not, It's you know, the same way they're making weed into CBD. Yeah. They are now looking um, into ways that um, psilocybin, MDMA, LSD, and things like that can I mean, alter your mind in microdoses um, if you're an alcoholic, if you're an addict. um if you're an ex smoker for depression, for all kinds of things. And I I wondered what you thought about that and if that's something that has ever interested you.
4: um, Well, um, I know that there were... uh, I think there were three separate studies, certainly two, maybe three separate studies that came out last year that certainly seemed to show that controlled usage of magic mushrooms specifically could... um, that it, they, they described it as almost pressing a reset button on people's depression and that it could help you because when you're tripping on mushrooms, you kind of you can get quite analytical about stuff and it can help you work through issues that you may have according to these g- genuine proper studies these, these are proper studies, not, you know, some stoners getting around talking um, mm-hmm. and they can help, That there seems to be some evidence that it helps lift the depression. I don't I'm not aware of any scientific papers that suggest that LSD and MDMA, the um, active component in ecstasy, uh, in the good ecstasy, I'm not aware of any scientific papers that say those things can help with depression. But I I might be wrong.
12: I'm reading quite a really, uh, well, in fact, a fascinating book now. It's called Psychedelic Medicine. Yes, by by Captain Beefheart. No, Richard Louis Miller and uh, Dennis McKenna, quite a few people. Yeah, um, it's it's really interesting stuff, and I, I'm kind of in a quandary. And I think that I'd like to go on a guided. Oh. I'd like if I ever do anything like this, or if I ever go on an ayahuasca workshop, work I'd like that to be done by a guided shaman, because yeah. in previous experiences, I, you know, you know, when you're feeling. Down, and you've got that paranoia thing in your stomach, and you don't know what to do.
4: What when you've taken acid or when you're straight?
12: No, when you like when, you, when, you're, when you're straight and yeah. you have that panicky feeling, I yeah. cannot imagine anxiety, even the minor, even the tiniest microdose of anything to, to uh, hallucinate that mood.
4: Well, here's the thing the reason why, what well, okay, uh, yeah. Okay, here's the thing. The reason why people were suggesting magic mushrooms are over LSD is because magic mushrooms are completely natural. They grow in the ground, and it's a natural, natural thing. And LSD is a chemical made in a laboratory, if you're lucky, right? And I'm going to be honest. I've taken both magic mushrooms and both LSD a long, long time ago. I'm not saying this to in any way encourage people to take drugs. This is my personal story. This is my my experience, and all I can share is my experience. And after I took um, LSD, I had a great time on LSD, and after I took it, I was very... um, I felt very chemically. I felt slightly headachey. My, my eyes ached. My brain felt a bit funny. When I took magic mushrooms, once it wore off, I felt I was back to normal. There was no chemical yes. residue, which is why I think these studies, and again, I'm not saying take these drugs. I'm just sharing my experience because we're having a grown-up conversation about drugs. I don't take drugs now, and I haven't for a long time. And, and you know, God willing, I will never take them again. Um, but I think this is why these studies focused on uh, psychosyllabine And magic mushrooms, because it's a natural thing in the same way that, you know, normal weed is a natural thing. Here's my suggestion to you, right? Um, Don't, I mean, don't take MDMA. Uh, What what good is that going to do you, man? You're going to feel excellent for 10 hours. You're going to love everyone.
12: I don't like like shit like that. I I don't like burning. It's not worth the fun. but But I I have done mushrooms. I've found the same thing as you. They're happy, and when they're finished, they're finished. Yeah. There's no there's no hangover.
4: Hangover. That's the that's the right. There's a chemical hangover with the other drugs. Um, yeah. I just, okay, Here's all right, let's, let's do some grown-up advice. I'm not telling you to take these things. I'm not telling you not to take these things. I can't encourage anyone to take drugs. I wouldn't want to encourage anyone to take drugs, right? But if you make the decision that you're going to take something like LSD, okay, um... What was it was it what was that university that got in trouble recently for giving out very grown up advice about drugs? And basically it was if you're gonna take a strong chemical, take it with someone who knows what they're doing. That would be my suggestion to you, and people might call me out for that. But if you're gonna take it Sheffield, it was Sheffield wasn't it, got in terrible trouble for giving what I thought was really sensible, mature advice to people who are gonna take drugs. If you're gonna do it, Sandy. Um, try and get some good stuff. Try and do it with someone who knows what they're doing.
12: How you felt. And it always something that you'd ever looked into because you've no. you know, you've given up, you've given up the Venice Black theme and everything else yeah. and I've given it up. I can't,
4: I can't take psychedelics. I can't take psychedelics. If I take a psychedelic, I'm screwed and I'll be off doing cocaine a week later or an hour later. I can't do it. I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to, you know, I'd love to take LSD and mushrooms. It'd be great fun. What a laugh. But I, I know that I can't. If I do that, then I've kicked, I've kicked open that door and um, suddenly cocaine and crystal and all these things come flying towards me. And I'm powerless to say no. So I have to say no to everything. Same reason I can't even have a shandy. I couldn't have a lager shandy, because it would set off a chain of events in my head that would have me snorting cocaine in an hour's time.
12: Well I hear you. I just look into stuff like this. I do not drink anymore. I do not do drugs anymore and now I don't smoke anymore, so I'm looking for something else. Personally, I think personally I think, is, the, I, think the, just,
4: for, I think the I think the think the chemical free way has got has got to be better for your mental health. I in my personal opinion, it's got, let me rephrase that. I think the chemical freeway has got to be better for my mental health.
12: I also think that it's better for my mental health. Okay. But essentially, um, it's, the one thing that I would say is that they are using it for any kind of addiction. But I, I guess you can't cure an addiction no. with... With a trigger no you
4: can't you, you can't you can, no the, the addiction thing is nonsense. you can't cure an addiction by giving someone acid that that is that is and I know they've done experiments on that and with with ecstasy and all that no it don't work you can't you can't cure you know, you know
12: how you guys have got a rabbit hole yeah. What I'll do is I'll crawl down this rabbit hole, I'll do the research, I'll phone you in a year's time if I'm still alive, it'll let
4: you know how it went. All right, I, listen, I have to say for legal reasons, I'm not in... Just to say again, because like someone will pick me up on this this, this... this bit of the show is going to be played in Ofcom's offices in about two months' time. I, Sandy, I am not in any way encouraging or suggesting that you take drugs. Uh, what you do is your own... You, you are a grown-up, responsible human being. You make your own decision. If you want to call us when you're tripping, that'll be fun. I'm joking. <laughs> um, but but you but you can but no but you can you listen. You can call us any time. But I just have to make it clear that I'm not encouraging you to do what you what you've chosen to do. Okay?
12: Oh, absolutely. I'm a 42 year old woman. I, I I can handle my own decisions. It was. I just thought it would be an interesting thing to bring up with with you specifically.
4: Sandy, nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Um, uh, Noah's just reminded me of a great song by Loudon Wainwright. Thank you, Noah. This is great. Listen to this. This is what LSD does, you guys.
13: I had not taken acid for 12 years But one night last summer I did I was adrift in a bar room Acting like a jerk and a kid I knew we were asking for trouble And trouble was what we would get Five of us dropped in the girls' room Psychedelicized in St. Quintet Well, that bathroom got crowded in no time Our minds were all blown in one flash Everyone in there got ugly We exited out of there fast Back in the bar, we were happy Problem, feel great. Back in the bar, we were fine. Till Johnny turned into a Nazi. And Mary threw up all her wine. Well, in no time, we all were ejected. Soon we were out on the street. The sidewalk began to perspire. We had glass and dog shit at our feet. We went over to Mary's apartment to listen to the grateful dead. On the way there, we lost Johnny. He had opted for Bellevue instead.
4: And on it goes. Don't
13: do drugs, kids. That
4: and Wainwright is so good, man. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000, dear listener. If you're listening on um, uh, your computer, if you're listening on an app, Um, You might be able to get us on DAB now, where once we could not be heard, we can now be heard. They've put up some new transmitters. So if you couldn't find talk radio on your DAB radio before, go and do a deep tune, hold your button longer. I don't really know. Just Google the instructions how to do it. Um, but there is a strong chance that you will be able to get Talk Radio pop-up on your radio. If that don't work for you, there's always the Talk Radio app or talkradio.co.uk. 0344 499 1000. It's the phone-in show where anything goes. You can call in about anything you want. Rami's on the line. Good evening, Rami. How you doing? I'm doing very well, Rami. How are you doing? I'm not bad, mate. Yeah, you just sent me, off. Yeah, uh,
14: did I? You did, yeah, actually. Did I actually? Uh... I merely made a comment. In it. Yeah, you made a rude comment, a comment,
4: and I, on, you're the guy on Twitter. You're Ram yeah, yeah, fair, fair Ram 66.
14: Yeah, Ram.
4: you made you made a rude, rude comment, and the, the it wasn't I think. If, why, would, if, why would you say it's rude? If you let me finish. I mean, if you let me finish.
14: Yeah, you, 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 yeah, let me... I'll let you finish. Thank, that's yeah, very I kind, man. I, pr- I
4: really appreciate it. Thank you. And then you I'll let the you power. speak. It's a conversation. I do have the power, yeah. You, yeah. Said, you said something that was rude and was dismissive of mental health. What was, was it rude? If I, you didn't let me mention, fi- I didn't mention mental health. If you let I me finish. Said. If you let me finish. if you maybe, ahead, Here's one thing you're going to hopefully get by the end of this phone call. Yeah, so uh, Educate man- me. Manners. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm going to educate you. Don't you worry about that. It's going to happen. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're receptive. Yeah, I'm okay. very receptive. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you're receptive. Recep- be prepared to receive because I'm about to transmit. Okay. I'm
14: receiving and uh, yeah.
4: I'm transmitting. Are, Transmission. I don't
14: know what the Transmission begins. Sure what in- innuendo means, but yeah, I'm with you. Go
4: on. You're not sure what innuendo means. Uh, yeah, I'm receptive. I'm listening. In your end, though,
14: actually, I've listened to you man for twenty years. Okay, well then, know, you're, I've, then, then I've hopefully you've learned to shut. Then you've learned to shut up and listen. Everywhere in the world, I've listened to you. Shut up and listen. you. A lot of people shut, love shut you up, Shut of up! Shut up!
4: Shut up! And because okay, of. Being, go on. Shut up and listen. You've just said another lie. A lot of people love you me because of. You're f off. Yes, you well, f off. Yes, man. Yes, if you shut up. and... what I said was why why
14: presented your show? No. Oh you shut up? Before it starts. No, that's not. Will you shut up, you rude man? okay
1: that's um,
4: not what you said that's not what you said here's the thing i'm telling- i'm about to tell you why I told you to f off if you shut up and receive are you ready to receive
14: uh, shut up i'm quiet I'm, I'm not i'm not saying anything
4: i can hear you right transmission begins here you sent me a tweet that was yeah. you sent me a tweet that uh-huh. was you sent me a tweet that was first yeah, uh, time now OK, well, if here's the thing. If you keep interrupting, I'm going to keep starting
14: again. I haven't really interrupted. I'm not saying anything. Go on. I sent you a tweet. Go on. We agreed on that.
4: OK, we've agreed on that. Point one, you sent me a tweet. Point two, yeah. it was rude. Point three, okay. it was... Um, I thought was was negative towards mental health issues, which is something the show feels very strongly about. And point mm-hmm. th- four, it was wrong. It was based on a false premise... We found out in a later tweet. Your, your premise was false. Okay. So that's why I told you to f off. Let me read your tweet. So the no. so the listener can can judge to see if I'm I right. I
14: have no idea why you brought into it mental because I have I did not in any point. Um, uh, maybe I. I uh, I uh, uh, I, said what I said that uh, on the show. I didn't listen to. Here we go. About, here we go. Let me read it Imagine out. Give a chance to talk. Why do you give people a chance to talk? It's, it's a, what is I'd to... love your problem. Why do you have to control everything that has
4: to be said? Because I don't like drunk. Do we... I don't like drunk callers. I'm not drunk. I don't
14: drink. I don't trust alcohol. Yes, I'm. I have my own depressive depression. I have depression, but that's okay, beside no, the point. Sorry,
4: I'm sorry to hear that, brother. Let me read the tweet, and then we'll people yeah, can see. On. Please, where, thank you. Okay. And you, just calm down a bit, man. Just stop getting so angry. I'm You're very angry. F off. That's you know. Yeah, that's I told, you, I told you. You were rude to me. I told you to f off. That's the natural order. If you're, you're going to say something that's rude, be prepared cool. for the consequences. Consequences were you got you got told to f off, your snowflake, and you couldn't handle it. Here's your tweet. Uh, It says, apropos nothing, Okay, Apropos... I clicked on it to see what tweet it was linked to. It wasn't linked to any tweet. So, apropos nothing. I appreciate that. I don't get it. This is your job. What's with the depressing attitude every day? Even I, die-hard fan... I love those movies. Can't be bothered to listen now. A show advertised as depressing before it you start show? Quit if you don't like it. Yes, a show. That's your job. Deal with it.
14: Can I talk? Yeah, please do. Okay. Um, Ian, I've been listening to you for a long time, man. Long time. From... I don't.
4: I don't owe you anything.
14: No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I, you, owe
4: me. Say you owe me. You, cut me off. you owe me. You owe me. If you allow me say two sentences... You, without... you owe me for all the free entertainment I've given. You probably owe me like £5,000. Uh,
14: perhaps. Perhaps I do, because I've had long journeys, travelling 800 miles, and you've kept me entertained. So I do owe you. So that's not the point.
4: So there was one tweet, that you, is, there was one tweet like that you didn't like.
14: That... No, no. Can I talk? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. Okay, all I'm trying to say is... Have some coffee. No, I'm fine. All I'm trying to say is, Ian, is that uh, recently, can I be honest? Recently, I found that you have become... Um very abrasive with people that are calling you. What are you and, talking uh, about,
4: abrasive? That's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Not me, not me. What person, the hell are you talking person, about? I'm, I'm not abrasive you. with my callers.
14: You actually are. No, I'm you not. That's a, get get a lie. It, you it, you it, you
4: it, take it, that it, back it. right now, boy.
14: So if if you take what I said today and combine mm-hmm. it with yesterday's show and the show a week ago, you are quite sometimes you have the mood where Oh man, this show's gonna be shit. Oh, this show's crap. Yeah, well, some... uh, I don't know why I bother. Right. I don't know what this night's about. You no, know, well, hang on a minute. Kind of you've thing. said
4: four. You've said four separate things, right? I never say I don't know why I bother. I never say that. Never said that. I don't know, I'm just saying something that no, no, no. Really means what you no, said. No, 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 exactly you, you, said you, said said. you said that as though they were things... Like, you said that and put those in, in quotation marks as though they were things I'd actually said. I've never said I don't know why I bother. I know why I bother. It's because I've got a mortgage and I've got kids to, to feed, right? Yeah, of course. I have said yeah. the show is shit and crap before because sometimes the show doesn't work. Sometimes the show doesn't work. And I get frustrated and but I'm then, allowed to call myself you out. Say it, But
14: then the whole night will be about it like this today, for example.
4: Well, now the but whole then, night is about your your simple. tweet. Let's make it last night. Okay, let's do last my tweet night. was based on last night. No, it wasn't. Your tweet was based on Catherine's tweet. Yeah, which, which we did not say which, which did not sorry. say that the show. It said the show was puerile no, because not, we were told we to were told off.
14: Was, oh no, this is not another show like last
4: night. No, last we said Catherine's... Were, were you listen? Shut uh, up! Really
14: in a bad mood yesterday. Shut up!
4: Shut up, man. You, your tweet was in response to Catherine's tweet, who said, look out, tonight's show's probably going to be puerile. Right? Yeah, and it was
14: Hopefully. My, hang on. Hang on. Catherine's tweet was in response to the whole show yesterday. No, no like, it wasn't. Hang on, it hang on, a, hang I on, hang
4: on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Everyone, just, just calm yeah. down, let me, please. I'm very calm, man. No, you're I'm not, gonna, you're not. Shut up. You said okay. that that tweet was in response mm-hmm. to Catherine's tweet about the show being puerile. Uh, yeah. But right. But that, but puerile doesn't mean depressing. Puerile doesn't mean de- puerile. Listen, one one thing at a time. We c- we've got all night. No, is, for the sake of intelligence doesn't mean anything. What
14: happened yesterday?
4: Right. That's we'll deal with I'm yesterday saying. in a minute. You said you then sent another tweet saying that your your tweet uh, talking about depressing was to do with Catherine's tweet, which sh- said the show was going to be puerile tonight. Right? It's, you said yeah, that puerile. Let was, me finish a point, you dick. Pure Isle. Yeah, include yesterday. Include, no, no, we'll yeah, we'll get to yesterday, yesterday in a second. We'll do it. We've got all yeah, night go to on. do this, man. <laughs> pure Isle yeah, does you like with your mute button, cut me off, whatever. You you have the power. Gone. Well, listen, I'll, I'll keep you on as long as I think this is entertaining for the listener, dude. That's my job. Yeah, of course. I get that. Of course. Appreciate right. that. Pure Isle does not mean depressing. <laughs> pure okay. do you know what pure means? Can uh, uh, mean many things. Well, no, it doesn't. It means one, one thing. What does "pure mean? I'm not really sure what Kath meant, but. Why? Okay, right. Well, then, before you start calling us out over tweets that yeah. don't mean what you think they mean, get a, get a bloody thesaurus or a dictionary. Right, so the t- Kath's tweet has gone to one side because you were completely wrong about that. What was yet? What yeah, was I'm wrong with yesterday's show? You're an idiot. I know. Well, well done. We're learning. What was yesterday's show? What was wrong with yesterday's Come on, show?
14: Yeah. Please, yeah. Please, yeah.
4: What was wrong with yes, yesterday? You really, man.
14: I, I I love listening to you, but you really—the uh, uh, whole show was. Oh man, uh, why do we bother with this? No, I never uh, say
4: that. I never say why do we bother with this. I might not be saying for well, then, if what Well, if you're, you're going if you're gonna quote me, quote words I've actually said, please. I, to be honest, I can't remember exactly. Well, what Well, there the you go, man. Maybe when I'm you sober give you a up, idea. you will. Why are you trying to? What you know what what I mean, and you're trying to ignore what I I'm don't saying. know what you mean.
5: You're trying instead of. Instead you really of me, don't
14: understand. You I don't, don't.
5: You don't. You call really cool what you said last night. That's I don't. The, well, whole, dude, the whole show
14: dude, and the dude. whole thing was kind Remy, of
4: like Rami. Uh, if you've been listening to the show for twenty years, which is pretty uh, impossible, as I've not been doing radio for twenty years.
14: Uh, about 15, 16 years. Okay, or well then I mean, you will, know, before that,
4: you will you know. know. You will know. You will know. I don't remember what we happened on the show before. There's kind of a common thread. I don't remember what happened on the show before. Hang on a minute. Yeah,
8: of course. Right, Catherine. I do, because I podcast it. It was quite a jolly show last night. I don't know what you're talking about, Remy, so maybe you can give us an example.
14: was last night or night before. Right. Well there we go. Rami, was, you've just, you, Rami, was, Rami, Rami, you've just you you've just blown Ian it. Was, you've just blown it, buddy. You don't even know what,
4: what I'm trying to say is You don't even is, know what show you are talking about, man. No, you're no, no, slurring no, no. your words.
14: Yesterday. It was yesterday, but maybe I'm caught out by a night. All I'm trying to say I list, I drive all night. God, and what God, I God, stay off the, the roads. Night, and I look forward to it, and I'm very... Sound all the right, show you ends, haven't liked it. the
4: last three or four shows. If you've been listening for what? 20 years, then you'll know that you'll like tomorrow's show. And if you don't like tomorrow's show, you'll love Friday's show. And if you don't love Friday's show, you're going to go nuts the for Monday
14: show. Man, I, I'm, It's not very not nice for me to be saying what I'm saying. But right. I'm just being honest. I'm being very honest. OK. You're now, being... Can I just say one point? Is Sometimes you have this mood where man, what's the point
4: of this show? Why are people going to call me? What's the point? I never say... That, y- you that, keep that saying is... that I say, what is the point of this show? I've never... There is no point to this show. I know that. So I, I, why would I say... There is, the point is I get paid and I, I pay my mortgage and I feed my kids. Please stop saying that I come on air and go, oh, what's the point of the show? Because I don't say that, Rami. Try again. Try again. And tr- this time, yeah. try, and, try and quote me. Try and say something I've actually said.
14: What for verbatim? I can't do that. What well then, then you stop, sometimes stop,
4: stop, stop you are about very this.
14: dismissive, very dismissive and then every of the person show. calls you every person that calls you attack them and then there's something... No, I is, don't. I don't
4: not. I don't attack every person that calls them, because then I'd have Man, no callers. I'm telling you what happens. You don't, don't want to accept it. Because it's not yes. true. It's not true, Rami. You're, you're, you're drunk okay. and you're, cool. you're rambling. I can't understand what you're saying, and you're fantasising. You're saying things that aren't true. I've got so many tricks up. Listen, some of the shows um, recently have been great, and some haven't been great, and that's just the way it is cool. at the moment. Cool. We're in it.
14: every night.
4: It's hard. We're, exactly, I'm doing, I'm, me and Catherine are doing 15 minutes of, imp, uh, sorry, 15 hours of improvised comedy that. every single week. You, you tell me someone else who's doing 15 hours of improvised comedy a week. Tell me someone else, right? It's bloody right? hard. It's bloody hard. It's, it's bloody hard. hard. And at the moment, a, I feel that we're It's the career you've chosen. Uh, the, yeah, it's the career I've chosen, and, I'm, and I, work, yeah. I work bloody hard at it. And I'm, do you know what? I'm yeah. good at it. When it works, I'm one of the best. I know that. You are one of the best. Yeah. I appreciate that. So here's the thing, man. If you really are a a lifelong diehard fan, suck up the fact that you don't like the shows at the moment and either switch off and come back in a few months or just, just suffer it and go through it or just stop listening. Don't send me no, no, snide no, I was little tweets. I'll carry
14: on listening, i was, like listening to you. And actually I'm amazed that I called you because I don't usually call anyway so I'm gonna call away well, I'm glad you
4: called me as well, but I think you, you know, yeah. I think you're wrong on this one, man. But now here's the thing, you know what's gonna happen now, right? I'm yeah, now you gonna block go. You've blocked me. You've done I'll everything. Block... Yeah, I get that. No, 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 I blocked you on Twitter. You're welcome to call the show anytime you want. Yeah, I I've not tweeted you before, so I'm not bothered. Okay, well, just, I'm, well, look, no, d- listen. D- can d- I can d- I finish a point?
14: So whatever it was last night, I was
4: quiet. Okay, that's great. Whatever. In my heart, I'm just saying, come on, man. Right. Well, you know what's good. All right. Maybe walk Shut up. Shut up. Katie, what she
14: said. Who is Katie? It's not going to be one of those nights.
4: Who is Katie? Kathy. Sorry. Who's Kathy? You don't even uh, listen. You don't know the name of the person that presents the show with me. And you claim to be gas, a fan. Gas, gas, gas. Right. Here's the Sorry. thing. So you know what I'm going to do now, don't you? You're going to do something I'm going to block you or something. No, I'm not going to unblock you. You're a dick. I don't want you poisoning yeah. my timeline. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to carry this phone call around with me for the next four days. Cool. Right. No, not cool. Because I'm now going to be. Sa- I'm now going to be in bed at half past two, three o'clock in the morning. Going, oh Jesus. <laughs> Maybe the show uh, isn't working. Maybe Rami was right and the show isn't working. Oh, God. Oh, so I'm going to have an anxiety
14: that. attack don't around don't this phone do Don't do that to me. Don't. don't. No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm not
4: no. doing it to you. I'm doing it to me. That's not right. But that's what's going to happen. So you need to think about. Listen, your tweet wasn't constructive. It was critical, Come which on, is. Like, man, you're a professional. Come
14: on, you can't take it. You don't going to take like you say. You did it yesterday. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What day. Was a day you said to callers, "I am not your friend." That was last yesterday. Wasn't I'm not. That?
4: I'm not the caller's friends. I'm not your friend. Yeah, exactly. You don't know me. I don't know you. When yeah. was that? What's wrong? Well, I don't know. Yesterday or the day before? No, what's no that got to it do... was last night. But what's that got to do with anything? I'm not the caller's no, no, friends. No, no. Yeah. And that's the
14: whole point. It's not personal. <laughs> this whole thing is a job. It's blah 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 blah. Yeah. blah. When was that? That was last night. Who cares? So it was it,
4: was. it was in the last two, day, two days. Right. So what is your point about that? That was a really good um, bit of radio. No, that there. is the night I'm talking about. Right. So what was your problem? Dis- All right, we've, we've got the night. For Christ's sake, you dumbass! We've yeah, got the okay, night. What has that yeah. bit got to do with anything? That was a good bit That's of honest radio. From that night, you were very dismissive and negative about the whole situation. No, whole I wasn't. Thing. No, I was being honest yeah. and I was protecting a. a oh, ju- honest is fine, but I'm not saying about it. I'm not saying. How many awards have you won? I've won loads of awards. You've not won any awards. (laughs) Can I ask a question,
8: Remy? Do you you try and get a word in? Do you remember, Remy, the context of the comment that he made? Of course he doesn't. He's pissed. Because what was happening was someone was ringing up and taking Uh Ian and using him instead of going to a counsellor or someone who could help him professionally. Which is why Ian was spelling out the fact that he could not take responsibility for people, that, that you know, you don't know him.
14: Yeah, I respect that, but then the rest no, of the show was quite down. It was no, it down. wasn't.
8: Yeah. It wasn't, Remy.
4: OK. What's so going yeah, I, on with I, you, I, man? What's caused you to get... Have you? Can I ask a question? Have you got, like, MS or something? It's a serious question. MS? No, I don't have MS. Have you got a neurological condition?
14: Uh, no, just... Uh... Depression, like anybody else. Okay.
4: Well, have you you you've yeah. been drinking tonight then? Because you're slurring your words, man. You're slurring your words. That's why I was hesitating slightly. Because I remember I never forget when I was fourteen and my mum's friend phoned mm-hmm. up for my mum, and I went, "Mum, there's a drunk woman on the phone," and she had MS, right? So I'm always a little bit careful. But if you've not got a neurological condition, you're drunk, man. Because uh, you're slurring your words. I tomorrow.
14: Haven't dr- drunk, I haven't drunk, smoked anything. Well, then you need to
4: go and see a neurologi- neurologist because you're slurring your words terribly, man. You sound okay. pissed. You sound Very drunk. Good. Okay. What I want to know is what has happened to you today that's got you so angry?
14: Nothing, nothing. It was really just an innocent comment I made on It wasn't, page. it wasn't, it was mean. I actually didn't expect anybody to respond to my well, and tweet. And that's the problem. Oh, that's like the problem with you.
4: That's the problem with you, is there's problem with you and everyone on Twitter, which is why I think the government should close Twitter down.
14: And, and, can I say something?
4: Is that people, when Man, I finish I the love, point, you can. I love
14: your intelligence. Yeah, it's great. I love the way you approach shows. I love the way I you shows humans. in a
4: sexy way. No,
14: no, no, not way. Sexy. I'm just saying... Uh, People like you don't. Really ex- do people like, like you show. don't like think.
4: The... Here's the thing. The thing I said yesterday about me not being real to people. You are one of the best. Shut up, man. Shut up. You're a too. boring I'm drunk. Honest, Shut, one up. The best Shut up. Shut up. You're I'm a boring. You. My
14: sister loves you. My sister doesn't even live in. This I've country. done your you sister. You
4: oh, don't. Shut up, you yeah. boring drunk, and listen, right? <laughs> and I know why you're upset. I've got it. Because uh-huh. the speech I made yesterday about you, the listener, not knowing me. And us yeah, not being friends, and me not being real to you, that hit home man. with you. That's why you sent that tweet. Because to you, I am—I am not a real person, and you think that you can say anything you want to people in the media, and you won't get picked up on it. Well, I'm afraid you Actually, can't. You wrong. got picked up on it. Actually, Actually I'm right. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm the rightest guy
14: there is. It was in the middle of the whole atmosphere of the show. Was it in that kind of aspect that it was. Uh, this is just my job. I just do what I do. Uh, it was kind of weird. It was negative. And I'm just saying um, it wasn't... It,
4: um, how can I say it? I, I don't know, mate, because you're saying it through a bottle of it beer. Wasn't,
14: it wasn't... Your usual Ian, not the usual Ian we know. That's all I'm trying to say.
4: You don't well, know me, but down this down is and That's and the point. All right, Remy, I'm getting bored pressure. now, man. I'm getting bored now, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, nice. I've done- nice, nice. Cool, cool. Nice. Um, sorry, I was. I, I just wanted to. I didn't want to. I just wanted to to focus on that. But um, thank you, Manny. Stay there. This is Talk Radio. The late
0: night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
4: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Exciting news this Friday. At nine PM on BBC Four, they're showing the uh, David Cassidy documentary that I've been trying to see for ages. It's like, it's like called his last session or something, and I think it's the the documentary that's got a phone call. To, 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 there's a recording of a phone call where he says, oh, "I haven't got dementia. i was just I'm just pissed." I think I think it's that one. I, I, I can't. I love a bit of David Cassidy, and I can't wait to see that. Um, this is the late night alternative on talk radio. You can by, by the way, you can call in about anything you want. If you want to phone in and say the show's no good. Um, You can, as long as you... It would be better if you had a suggestion to improve it. You know, that always happens. And I kind of get some of what Rami was saying. I, I don't think the show's been classic like the last few weeks. I don't think it's classic period... Uh, late night alternative, uh, uh, and I think there's been a couple of flat shows, but I think there's been some good shows. I think there's been some strong They've shows. A nice
8: little role, yeah. I think right. there's something else going on there, and it's got very little to do with us.
4: Yeah, well, okay. Rami, you're very welcome to call again Anytime you want, brother. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's find out if Manny's still got a job. Good evening, Manny. Good evening, young man. Good evening, young lady. Yeah. Hey. Manny's got a job now. Manny's got ding, a ding, job ding, ding, now. Ding, Have you still got ding. your job? Yes man. Oh buddy. Well done man. How's long that's got to be like what's that a couple of months now? 6 weeks? 8 weeks? Something like that? Yes. Just over 7. There we go. Beautiful. Oh well done. I'm really chuffed for you. Not a few few quid for Christmas. Yep. There we go. Oh but hang no, on a minute. No no whisky. No whisky, no whisky. No, no, no whisky no child. No, no. whisky no child. No vodka. No vodka, no vodka, no child. Nope. Any gin? Plenty tea. Plenty tea. pani oh. <laughs> Panihan. Um, how tea, are you? Tea mit doot. Um, none of your business, dude. OK, how are you, Kath?
8: I'm all right. Good. It's nice to hear from you. So, you happy? I'm
4: very, very happy.
8: There you go.
7: Very happy. <laughs> she did phone me the other day, that lady, from the Birmingham Vision.
8: Did she? To say what?
7: Yeah, she asked me how I was going, and um, if I wanted to still you know, go and see them, I said, not yet. Oh, that's
4: Maybe good, though. That's good that that door yet. is open. Yeah, yeah. She goes, you know, you give you some more skills, some different skills. Here's the skill that I want you to get. Have you heard about this Batman, the blind man who's Batman? Have you heard this? No. Nope. Right, have you heard this? This is this is great. There's a documentary, right? It's this guy who's blind, but he can see by doing the same thing as a bat, by going... <coughs> he clicks, right? And the clicks... Like that. Just like that, man. But the clicks bounce off. So he does it while he's turning his head. So the clicks bounce off things, and he can <coughs> hear the echo of the click, and using that echo and how the sound hits things... He can build up a picture in his mind of what's around him. Right. And he can navigate around places using this thing. And there was a great documentary maybe a year or two ago on BBC... On Radio 4, I think. And he came over... He's American. He came over here, and I think he taught, like, a 10-year-old Scottish lad who was blind. It was like, is this technique universal? Can this guy teach it? And he taught it to, like, a 10-year-old kid. And the first bit is him and this kid going... And by the end of it, the kid could, in inverted commas, see builds up a picture in his head of what's going on around him. Why well, am
8: I getting visions of your wife, Manny? Going, I don't know what he's doing now. I mean, he's but, just making noises.
4: But
7: the <laughs> thing is, Ian, yeah. Ian, yeah, I can see. You know the light, right? I can see light, right? Yeah, you, you know a bit of light. I can yes. see, when the light bulbs on in you know, I can see it I can't see a person's face or the body. I can make out of a is shape. it. Is Is it, it true that if come? you
4: touch a woman's face with your penis, you can see it? Oh. <laughs>
7: it's got to be worth <laughs> no, a try, silly. Manny. <laughs> no, it's silly. Um, so I go mostly to the places where I've been before, if you understand. Like, like imagine my living rooms, Yeah. Yeah. Right. Even when we've changed the furniture, we've left everything where it was from yes. when I could see. Yes. You understand? Yes. So, I, you know, I, you've got that picture in your head. Yeah,
4: you remember? Yes, yes, mate. Use yeah. your memory.
7: Yeah. Even when I go, say, to the local town.
4: Yes, places. Yes. I'll go there. Yes, and then places. places.
7: I, I, yeah, yeah, I roughly know where to go because it, it, you've got that map in your head. Yes. If you're, in this, you yes.
4: Know, you know, you're using your memory. You, you, you have to use your initi- initiative as well. Oh, it's initiative. I thought it was memory. Because um, I'll tell you a quick thing. Well, when I, I
7: was going hang hang on. Hang on. Huh? I was um, this chap came to see me when when I first left lost my sight yes. for a, a guide dog, but I didn't want a guide dog anyway. He says, "I'm going." He says, "I'll take." He said, "I'm going to see a lady about a guide dog." He said, she asked me a question. She said, If I ask for a dog to take me to that, will he take me to answer yeah. Or will he take, take me to the post office? Yeah, well, like you a dog taxi. Sort of know, yeah, yeah. You've got to sort of know the way where you go. You know, left, right, here, there, blah, blah, oh, So blah, you've blah. got to know
4: the way. The dog doesn't know the way. The dog doesn't know the way. Oh. Mm-hmm. You, know, you might as well get like a big track or something and program <laughs> that. Oh, I thought the dog knew they say, take me... Take no. Dog, take no, me to post office. No, no, the dog will stop that. Take me to no, office. I want vodka.
7: Anyway... I uh, want whiskey. Why, why, why don't they make... Huh?
4: Robot dogs. Uh, no. Why don't they give you... They, that's what I'm, they should do. They should give you um, criminals I'm, and sex offenders I'm, um, I'm, um, as the, your guide dogs. I'm, get get I'm sex offenders I'm to act as guide dogs for the blind. I'm disabled. Get me out of here. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. Listen to this. Hang on a minute. Listen to this. Hang on. What do you think of <laughs> I think it's terrible. Stay there. Listen to this. Listen. Sit, him.
2: I am a man who uses the techniques of a bat to navigate, and he's riding the I bike. Have Look. No recollection of ever having seen. So we have a structure here that has a roof, a pavilion. <laughs> I got my first bicycle when I was six. He's riding the bike. go hiking alone in places I don't know. I've traveled to nearly 40 countries. I learned at a very early age that when I click my tongue, I get feedback from the environment all around me. It does not have the uh, degree of definition that is available to vision, but it does have contour, it does have dimension, size, positions of things, layouts of things, and it also has information about texture and density. This tree is a total oddball in terms of its shape. So it starts out quite low, and then, as you approach it, it, gr- it quickly comes up, but it doesn't ever get very tall. Anyone can improve their ability to echolocate. My brain isn't special. This isn't something unique to my brain. It isn't. Goes
4: on and on. It's amazing. It's amazing. I heard a- Manny practicing. Go, on, Manny, do M- it. M- echolocate.
7: M- I'm got my missing. I think either I'm pissed or I'm on the wacky backy <laughs> <laughs>
4: either that guy is lying. He's lying about I one think, thing, right? Well, he can I'm either peeping. do it. Right, yeah, I he's I either, he can is. either see, or he can't really see, he can't really do this thing, but his friends and family are too embarrassed to go, what are you talking about? Yes, yes, you're in a pavilion now.
7: Just say he's in a pavilion. I you're in you a pavilion see, now. See. I think he can see, like, um, probably yeah. about 50%, 60%. I think. I because, think uh, so. because everybody would be doing that one, then, Ian. Yeah. yeah. Ian.
4: Okay. Why don't you like your name? Huh? Why don't you like your name? With Alan Caddy, can you have Okay, now you're starting to ramble, so I'm going to cut you off. Goodbye. No, no, no. no. Yes. Oh three. Yes, 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 yes. Suddenly fired off in different tangents. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Guys, stay there. You'll be the first caller of the last hour of the show.
0: The late night alternative with Ian Lee
4: on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
4: Next Friday, Dave Hill is going to be sat there. Boyle is going to be sat there, and we're going to be staring. It's Dave Hill
1: from Slade.
4: And this is a great song. This is from Slade in Flame. This is the single you've got, isn't it? Yes. Uh, Bring it in, man. I love it when they have brass. Here we go. What an ending. The flute. flop for them because it wasn't a come on, feel, it wasn't a heavy rocker
8: a party stomper
4: yeah, and film the film almost killed the band I think, great film, great band, Slade 03444991000 is the phone number, why not people grow some balls Eddie Christie says what the hell was that Faro 66 had a lot of genuine points about you not giving anyone a chance to speak butting in and being offensive to callers all of which you did to him, that was really offensive um, that was the joke That's the joke as was the MS comment. That wasn't, a, that wasn't offensive at all.
8: How dare you. How dare you. How that dare you. was an you? anecdote about a mistake you had made in the past and didn't want to make again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How so was that offensive? I was
4: 14 years old. And I said to my mum, there's a drunk woman on the phone for you. And my mum very graciously took the call and she came back and she went, like, that wasn't a drunk woman, that was my friend Anne. And Anne has got this thing called MS. And then, actually, it was probably younger than that, probably 12 or 13, because then a few years later, my mum got diagnosed with MS. So it wasn't an offensive statement. It was it was me showing you how I'd learn. Uh Then he goes on next week. I have MS. Okay, fine. Well, I can understand why you're a little bit um, knee-jerk reaction when you hear MS mentioned. But, um, you listen again. It wasn't an offensive story. And I'm a carer for my mother. All I want to do at the end of the night is listen to a fun talk show. Not listen to you moan like F about how S your life is. Really. You're paid to sit there and entertain. Do your effing job, eh? Well, I, um... Replied, yes, master. Then I replied, well, listen, I hope your MS is as stable as it can be and I hope your mum's all right. But if you don't dig the show, um, go and listen to Duncan Barks. And I gave him the link to listen to Duncan Barks. But here's, here's the thing. I'm going to say it. Don't speak to me like that. Don't speak to me like a piece of shit. Don't speak to me like that. How dare you speak to me like that? Because I am not providing you with the light-hearted, fun entertainment that you want. How you? dare you speak to me like that, Eddie Christie and anybody on Twitter? What gives you the right to speak to me or any other human being like that because we're not doing your bidding? What gives you the right? Apologise now. This is the problem with Twitter, and I joke about it, but I really think we should switch it off. The Twitter experiment has failed, right? Because it gives people like that guy, who's had a tough day, he's got, he's got a terrible illness, I know a lot about MS, um, I know a lot about caring for your mum as well. Um, he's had a lousy day, all right, fine. But it doesn't give you the right to speak to anybody like that, particularly not somebody who's just trying to. I'm trying to do a fun show. Trying to do a fun show. You didn't like ten minutes in the show. It doesn't give you the right to tell me to do my effing job and treat me like a piece of SH1T. How dare you?
8: Also, it's not How really conducive you? to fun times, is it? Speaking but, to but, like that, now is, dance!
4: But this is what Twitter does, right? Yeah. It means everybody now feels entitled to tell everybody else to F off that they're SH1T, that they're lazy, that they're not do- you're not doing it the way I like it, so you are wrong. Listen, you've had a crap day. I'm really, really sorry, man. But do you know what? You're making my day crap by talking to me like a piece of dirt. I'm not a piece of dirt, right? I'm a flipping brilliant dad. Uh, at times, I'm a brilliant radio presenter. At times, I'm an okay radio presenter. But I'm just—I'm a, a bloke earning my living, trying to make my way in the world. And you're talking to me like that. You're talk—you think it's appropriate to talk to anyone like that because they're not giving you. The light-hearted bit of fun at the end of the night that you wanted, because your life sucks, and that's what it is. You're having a go at me because your life is not the life you wanted. Well, that's okay. I get it. Don't ever go at me about it. And also, don't play top trump depression top trumps or, 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 or crappy life top trumps. Don't do the my life is worse than yours. It's different. It's different. You don't know it's worse. Uh, uh, on. Initial hearing, it sounds worse. Yeah, I'll give you that. But you don't know it's worse. And also, different people um, have different levels of what they can take. So don't don't make judgments like that, Eddie. And I'm, I, 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 Apology would be nice, but I'm not going to hold you to it. The recommendation of you listening to Duncan Barks is a genuine one. Uh, he's a cracking broadcaster. Um, I, th- I like him. I find him a little bit straight, but I like him. I listen to him from time to time. I have done over the years. You, maybe you'll enjoy that more, man. Um, I bet you won't call him a a, a piece of SH1T and tell him to do his effing job. Um, But you feel you can speak to me like that. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. And and in my replies, I've shown you respect. And I would like the same from you. Okay. Thanks very much. Let's go to Guy. Good evening, Guy! Evening, boss. Missed you lots. Uh, What what do you mean, miss me lots? Where where have I been? Uh,
15: No, it's me who's been. Prison. Not you.
4: Prison. You,
15: no, no, no! You've always been there. Fair enough. Fair play to you. Anyway, got a question? Um, you know when you have photographs and um, <sighs> someone's got a greasy forehead? Yeah. How, how do you how do you get rid of it? How do you, I, I know you can't get rid of it afterwards? But how do you can't you just uh, sort it out beforehand, or is it just like a greasy forehead and that's it?
4: Yeah, it's just it, mate. You're. Um... That's just it. You're stuck you're stuck with a greasy forehead. There's nothing you could do. I suppose you could um suppose you could wipe it.
15: Well, it's not it's not me, yeah, it was just my mate who had a photograph taken recently with, I wouldn't um, take
4: photographs of him.
15: No, but it wasn't my choice, I didn't take it. Well, um, I would
4: refuse to stand did you know he had a greasy forehead?
15: No, it was a she and that's even worse somehow.
4: Um, I know what you mean about the greasy forehead on on males and females, men and women, as we often refer to them
15: these yeah, days. Yeah, but when you think you've had a good picture, and then all of a sudden it comes back, and you go, "Oh, look at me, greasy forehead."
4: Well, but it's not your greasy but, um, forehead.
15: Well, it's not mine, but it was theirs. I, I, I think you need. Back.
4: I think you need to just get over um, looks. Look, looks aren't that important. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not about the grease outside. It's about the grease inside.
15: What about what about a greasy nose?
4: I mean, yeah. Well, it, but that's her issue. Why are you judging her on how she looks?
15: I'm not judging her. No, I'm just saying it, it's unfortunate when it happens in a photograph. You it? should be God. grateful that oh, anyone. Gonna... You
4: should be grateful that any woman wants to have a picture taken with a slob like you. <laughs> Imagine. I would. I would refuse. I would say, yeah, take a picture, but get rid of this guy called Guy. Get rid of him. I don't want a picture with him. He's, he's horrible.
15: Just another guy. I used to go to school with girls who scraped their nose grease off with their fingernails and wiped it on each other's faces.
4: No, you didn't. No, you
15: didn't. I did. No, I did. you did Just for a laugh, they did it. Just to make each other laugh in class. Brilliant, isn't it? 16-year-olds. Okay. Idiots.
4: All right. Thanks for the call, guy. I've got literally no idea Thanks. what that was about. Okay, thank you. Uh, Pixel Rated is listening and is having a tough old night. Good evening, Pixel. Big up yourself. Um, OK, maybe for the last 45 minutes we can get some decent calls. I don't know if that is... Is that too much to ask? Can we get some decent calls? And not just weirdos and a-holes. Oh, 03. <laughs> I don't know what it is it going. full
8: moon? It's a full moon, isn't no, it? No,
4: it's not quite.
8: Well, it's I coming and it, you can I, feel it.
4: I saw, <laughs> I saw it on the way in and I thought, oh, is that? Uh, it's not quite fully yet. We're, we're getting there, we're getting there. <laughs> God we're help us. Del- we're building up to it. 0344. Oh, three, four, four. oh I need, I'm going to take Twitter off my phone again. Of course you are. Get lost. This is the late night alternative on talk radio.
0: The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate
4: alarm clock. Hate
0: going to work. On talk radio.
4: But now, now what's going on? <laughs> Who's this ant guy? I recognise this ant guy. Totally agree it was inappropriate. Justifying it by saying it was because of an experience when he was 14 is ridiculous. What? He was being sarcastic when asking if the guy had MS and in turn bringing shame on himself on the show.
8: What? God. Oh, this is trolling now, isn't it? <laughs> They're joking.
4: No, it wasn't. He's, uh, well, I, I, I'm not, I don't have to justify it. Aunt, you're a dick. You're a dick. You're all dicks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was taking the piss out of the guy when I asked if he had MS. I was, I was bullying. I was teasing him. Because ep- multiple sclerosis makes me laugh. I love it. I love it, I think it's the funniest disease and watching it destroy my mum for the last 28 years has been, wiping, wiping her arse uh, for the last 15 years has been nothing but a laugh riot and that's why I asked that guy if he had MS because I think it's a funny disease that's stolen my mother's life I think it's funny, yes man you got me Aunt. fair play Antsky, you got me you got me, you're right I was bringing it up because it's a funny disease, man. It's the funny disease. It's the funny neurological degenerative disease. It's funnier than Parkinson's, anyway, I find. A lot of laughs to be had with MS. You absolute prune.
16: Let's go to Steve. Good evening, Steve. Oh, hi, Ian. Hello, Steve. Hi. Um, I heard you are talking about um, greasy foreheads. OK, yep. But, um, yeah, I...
4: Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Evening. Okay. Evening. What you got? Um... Well, I just
16: wanted to uh,
6: promote American Movie again for your picture show. Yeah, because
4: hardly anyone's coming to it, you I suckers. Know. We've got 35 people coming. And I've, we may have... I texted him. He didn't get back to me. We may have the director on. I did send him a text, and he didn't... He said, text me. Let me email him. You talk to Catherine while I email... Um,
8: Go on, her because I've not seen it, Chris, so, you, so it's a good one. Chris Smith is his name?
6: Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, I would have I come myself, but I'm sort of up north, right. too far away. But it is absolutely, it is, it's funny and sad at the same time. And when you've got a documentary, which is like a bit of a roller coaster, it really sort of grabs your emotions and gets you into it in a big way. And I think anybody who uh, came to your event would actually really enjoy it, especially with yourselves hosting. I think it will be absolutely fabulous.
4: IanLee.com slash event. There's still loads of tickets left because we've sold hardly any. We've sold 35, which will be a nice but event. But they'll be the
3: hardcore.
4: Yes, mate. You know that. But then again, you know 12 of them won't turn up. Well. Hey, Gary Smart. You know Gary Smart, the guy yes. that they sent me a lovely care package this week, today, of his film a book, and a couple of books. And good some lad. Stuff. Yeah, good lad. Thank you, Alistair. IanLee. dot com slash event. Eight quid yeah. see a movie. We might have the director of the movie, who also directed the recent um, Andy Kaufman Jim Carrey documentary. I've fingers crossed. I've been texting him. We might have him joining us via Skype if he's free. But I can't can't put that on the kind of advert because he might we might not have him. Either way, there's going to be prizes. There's going to be a song from me and Kath. We'll do something. Hey, yeah.
6: <laughs> um... I was going to ask you as well. I saw a documentary today about Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, which was um, it was the one that Howard Goodall did, which he took each track and sort of, oh. you know, sort of picked it out. I wondered if you'd seen that nope. on uh, BBC Four.
4: No. Nope. Oh, is that the oh, one really- where is that the one where they play Penny Lane and he says there are four pianos on it?
6: Yeah, that's the one.
4: Paul McCartney was watching that documentary, right? Paul McCartney's watching a documentary about pe- about Strawberry Fields, and the guy goes, well, now we're going to take apart the tracks of Penny Lane. And uh, if you notice, there are four pianos. And Paul McCartney tells the story. I was watching that thinking, oh, no, we only had one piano on that. Bloody hell, guys. We have four pianos on Penny. I don't remember that. So that's be a good documentary. I haven't seen it, Alistair. I'm going to check it out. That's happening. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, the switchboard is now empty. Switchboard is empty. So there we have it. Let's go and have it. What have I written down here? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Um, Oh, here we go. Listen to this. Ice and soda served at pub pub chains was contaminated with fecal bacteria. That's poo, yeah? Mm. Huh? Yes. Bacteria was found at Harvester, Hungry Horse, JD Weatherspoon, Slug and Lettuce, and Marston's two-for-one last month. Undercover reporters for Watchdog <laughs> took samples. The Chartered Institute of Environmental Health said it may be a health risk and is a concern. Of course it's a health risk, it's poo. On ice, ice poo. Ice, ice, poo poo. Slug and Lettuce immediately investigated. Hungry Horse said its dispensers have been deep cleaned. And staff at Two for One are being retrained. What, on how to wipe their asses and then wash their hands? Uh, Weatherspoon said it had taken on board the finding of the report, but Harvester disputed the science used by Watchdog. Good for Harvester. Harvester coming out and fighting. That's what we want. Coming out and fighting. Most of As most of us struggle with our Christmas shopping budget, along comes Gwyneth Paltrow with her essential festive gift guide. Never knowingly in touch with reality, that's a little bit harsh. She invented love eggs. Love Island. The multi millionaire Hollywood star and her team have tracked the most tasteless, I mean thoughtful gifts for your loved ones. No.
8: Hmm? I looked at this the other day. You know that banana lamp?
4: Well hang on a minute, we've not got
8: that, that was on there. But they've looked on her ridiculous gifts lifts. They're supposed to be ridiculous.
4: Okay. Such as a portable B Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw the portable B Day. Yeah. Through her web though her website Goot is for once having a little laugh at itself calling its list the Ridiculous But Awesome Gift Guide. These are some of the ideas for people who've perhaps won the Lotter. I think that means the Lottery. So, king-size 24-carat gold rolling papers. (sighs) Yes, mate, we're going to spark up the gold. £43. This is the gift for the person who literally has money to burn. You can treat the smoker in your life to gold rolling papers. Um... What was this? The banana. I, I quite like the banana I lamp. I thought it was fun. Banana lamp, £270. Perhaps your loved one loves bananas. Or maybe they have a... I love a good banana. Because bananas are only good for like 12 minutes. Mm. They're either too hard and then they go black.
8: and Don't bang it because no. you've had it.
4: Um, but as the website says, these lamps will make any room look memorable. They feature golden peels and come in three separate styles. You can have a whole collection of lamps that look like fruit. This is a good one. This is a great... This I would do. Balloon expedition over Mount Everest. Four and a half grand. That I would do. That is a great trip. That is great. I went up in a hot air balloon. It cost me 150 quid when I was in Morocco. It was the only part of the holiday that was worth doing. It was stunning. I'd go over Everest. Why on earth would anyone go to the effort of climbing the world's highest mountain when you can just fly over it in a hot air balloon? That sounds perfect to me. And if you have enough cash, you can do exactly that. Veteran hot air balloon pilot, Chris Dewhurst will take you soaring to 30,000 feet for a spectacular v- view of Everest and the Himalayas. Passengers do have to commit to a month of physical and skills training before the flight. What? Why? What are well, you doing is standing in a basket, that's getting lifted up.
8: Isn't it going to get... Um, doesn't the air get thin, though?
4: Yeah, well, you just take a... <laughs> take one of them, is not it? Yeah. That's all you got to do. That'll be
8: what it is, that's the training.
4: Um, Hermes surfboard... Six grand. Um, have you ever tried surfing? No, it's fun, but it's I couldn't I couldn't stand up on it. It's fun. I could kneel in and come in on my knees, and it was a rush, and you could you could see why people um, get into it. But um, no, it was. Um,
8: I've never done surfing. I've done the big banana.
4: Um, Eddie says, "I think you're the one who should apologise.
8: Oh. Okay.
4: You do not know what it feels like to have MS. You have your job and your life taken away from you. I don't <clears throat> I don't know. I don't I don't know what it feels like. We're playing disease top trumps. So Are you right? I don't know what it feels like. Sorry for the swearing and if I offended you, but you have never made me as angry as I am just now. I suggest you, you get out then, get life. If I made you angry. Oh dear. Let's play the trails.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee.
4: Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me.
0: On Talk Radio
4: oh, 0344. Four. Four nine nine i am not going to argue. No, stop. I don't argue with the guys. What you got?
8: Uh, Okay, here we go. Uh, You know that cigar-shaped thing that they reckon was probably an alien craft ages ago? Oh,
4: yeah. Well, it was like a giant meteor that that kind of flew around the Earth and changed speed and things, yes.
8: They've seen the same thing or another thing that looks like it over California. This is awesome,
4: man. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. Go on.
8: So, uh, one particular clip has gone viral. It appeared to show a mysterious object in the skies. It was someone filming the California wildfire, and then in the sky they see this thing. As the camera zooms in uh, uh, further, a long black object appears to be hovering in the background. I mean, it's a stretch, but the object moves away slowly from the devastation of the fire as the news anchor discusses the condition of the forest. In the description of the YouTube clip on conspiracy site Disclosed TV, the user wrote, In this clip we can see what looks like a cigar-shaped craft using the smoke as cover. The video has already received just under 30,000 views in the past five days. Um, some claim the object may have been a blimp, as they're often seen in the sky around the West Lake Village area. But this qu- oh. theory was quickly quashed by a local who said they'd never seen it moving that fast. Well, no, this is
4: not. This is different to the one they saw because the other one was like miles out in space. Space, yeah. yeah, yeah.
8: Another suggested it was in fact a vessel passing on a lake behind the fire. More than a thousand people have been. Oh, and it goes on to talk about the fires. But yeah, look, they have got the, the video.
4: Well, you can never tell anything from those videos. No. You can never tell anything
8: from those No. Videos. And as we know, YouTube is not documentary. No, not at all.
4: Oh, three, four, four. You totally killed the vibe you have, angry guy. You're a vibe vampire. Come and suck on oh. my vibe. Here's another thing. Come and suck on my vibe and suck, suck my vibe off. That's what you've <laughs> done, you absolute cheese I've not said anything, anything remotely offensive tonight. I could. I might do in a minute. What's it anything what are you talking about? You absolute twitter world. What the hell are you talking about? You guy's a, guy's an a-hole. That guy's an a-hole. Imagine having to live with you. Man. That was that was rude. That was the first rude of offensive thing I've said. Yes, go on.
8: Women claiming that the secret to their gleaming smells is stepping away from toothpaste.
4: Okay. Well, they're using coal or something. They're
8: not brushing their teeth.
4: Oh, dirty.
8: Many of us would love to have the perfect gleaming Hollywood smile, writes the Sun. And as a nation, we Brits spend a staggering £535.6 million to achieve it. But shockingly, these women claim the secret to their white nashes is never brushing at all. Yep. Although the NHS recommends we should brush our teeth for two minutes last thing at night and on one other, case- other occasion every day, ten in three Brits brush their teeth just once a day.
4: That's me. Thank you. That's me. I've only got one filling. The same and I'm s- going to the hygienist tomorrow. Well, that'll be fun. The, the big dental con. The hygienist. And it's painful. Yeah. Oh, it's painful. It's going to be bloody in there. I hate it. Oh, it's, that's humiliating. But I've only got one filling.
8: Sun Online spoke to three women who claim avoiding dental hygiene has been better for their health. And they look like they've got nice teeth. Special needs teaching assistant Alice Kidd lives in South Croydon with her partner and their 18-month-old son, Carter. Alice says, I never brush my teeth. It's an awful admission to make, and it's one of those social taboos no-one's supposed to talk about. But the truth is, I don't bother, and I haven't done for a decade.
4: Does she eat, like, dog biscuits or something? Because they're supposed to be really good for dental hygiene. That's That's what they're for.
8: When I look in the mirror, I can see they're perfect. Look, they do look quite good. There. Nice teeth.
4: I wasn't looking at her teeth.
8: Oh, looking at her baby. As a child, I brushed my teeth as and when I remembered. When I was 12, I had to wear braces for a year, and the orthodontist I saw went on and on about brushing my teeth while I had the braces in place, which is why maybe I rebelled. When the braces came off at 13, I chucked out my toothbrush. Ten years on, I have no fillings, extractions or root canals. I've only ever had one filling, and that was before I had braces, ironically, when I did brush regularly i don't have any problems with my breath smelling gross while it 's hard to truly tell if your breath honks like an overripe cheese. My partners never made any negative comments. The only thing I do is chew gum
4: oh well so she's chewing like dental gum.
8: Don't I know some people suffer with a hairy tongue when they don't brush their teeth and floss regularly. I keep an eye out for that, but it's something I've never had. I don't drink or smoke, so there's no danger of staining my teeth with nicotine or red wine. I'm careful with my diet. I only drink water, and I've never been into fizzy drinks. I don't have a sweet tooth. I'm not even keen on fruit, although I wolf down my veggies. A friend who does brush her teeth regularly has a stain on her front tooth, and she reckons it's because of the acid in the fruit she eats all the time. Hmm. She hasn't brushed at all. Dirty man. There's three of them. This other woman hasn't been to the dentist since 2013. It's a con. I think it is a con.
4: I hadn't been for ages. And I went uh, two days ago and he went, yeah, teeth are fine. I said, right. He said, go to the hygienist. Went, that's the con. You pay 45 quid to get blood to, for painful scrapings. That's the thing that's unpleasant.
8: That's a relatively new thing, though, isn't it? The recommendation that you go and see the hygienist. The
4: last 10 years. Yeah. yeah.
8: Before that, what you, the dentist used to clean your teeth for you.
4: Well, they would. They do a little polish, but they I don't. A they do the, Yeah, the, the hygienist gets in and scrapes in between all the things, and then spends ages saying, "Well, you should really be using dental floss, or even better, these little brushes." And you go, "Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay." I will buy some at reception, and then you get, you buy them and you never use them because mm. they're painful and they're a con. That's that's why. Um, Mr. Blobby's following me. The governor of Easter Island wept yesterday. Yeah, as she urged Britain to return an 800 year old statue considered to represent one of her people's ancestors. The four ton, seven foot ten inch Hoa Hakananis. Hakananai. Yes. Hakanan. Hoa. Ho- the te- seven foot ten inch Hoa Hakananai. I, I, s- this is fun. Hakananai. I, and then you think it's finished but then there's another bit on the next line ice hoa hakanan ice hoa hakanan ice <laughs> regarded as one of the most spiritually important of the Chilean island's 900 famous stone monoliths or Moe, moai. each of the figures is said to embody tribal leaders or deified ancestors it was taken from the island which lies in the Pacific more than 2,100 miles off the coast of Chile in 1868, by Commodore Richard Powell, captain of H.M.S. Topaz, Topaz, who gave it to Queen Victor- Victoria. She donated it in 1869 to the British Museum, where it now stands at the entrance to Welcome Trust Gallery. It should say to the to the Welcome Trust Gallery because it makes it something like saying Welcome. But Easter Island's indigenous community, the Rapa Nui, want Britain to give back the spiritually unique effigy. Governor Tarita alicorn Rapu found the site of the artefact so emotional yesterday that she burst into tears as she begged the museums to return it. This is a great line. She said, We are just a body. You, the British people, have our soul. The museum has faced other claims to return artefacts to their original homes, including the Elgin Marbles, to Greece and the Benin bronzes to Nigeria. A spokesman said the museum would only consider lending the statue out. Adding, the museum is one of the world's leading lenders of that stuff that they've nicked from around the world. <laughs> the trustees. Were, well, this is what this young lady needs to do. She needs to say, "Can we loan it?" I swear to God, we'll bring it back. Then she gets it, and then, then they say, "Right, British Museum said, it's due back last week.' Yeah, come and get it." Yeah. So come and get it, and then they go and it's, it's gone. Just to, so I got lost in the post. We sent uh-huh. it and got lost in the post. The, I, I, the British Museum, I don't, I do not understand. Most of it. Oh, actually, I d- I'm saying that. I don't know. I suspect that most of it is stolen, right? What are the Elgin marbles really called? I always prefer to call them... Parthenon marbles. Right. Is are that... They? No. Those th- no, they're not, are they? They're called the Elgin marbles because Lord Elgin is the one that nicked them. And I g- kind of... Um...
8: The excuse being that they were being left to rack and ruin.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but...
8: Yeah, the Parthenon marbles. Is it the
4: Parthenon marbles, right? Um, they were being left to rack and ruin, but Greece, the... the, the um... The uh, uh, Parthenon they've done an amazing kind of there's an amazing museum there that's only opened in the last 10-15 years, right, I think it's underneath, to the side and down under. there's an amazing museum, so okay, they weren't looking after it, they will now, let's give it back shall we but they never they never will, all of that stolen stuff, we should say, look, can we this is a bit patronising, can we just come and check your facilities to make sure, because this is like rare right, can we just come and check your facilities and make sure you're gonna, you've got the I know it's patronising. Make sure you've got the right temperature room, and you you can. Can we help you make it right? Yeah, come and look. Go. Um, Yeah, okay. This is. This looks. This looks fine, and you can have. People won't be able to touch it. Fine, great. All right, Uh, we'll we'll have it over in two weeks. Why can't we? Why can't we give them their stolen stuff back? All of these people.
8: Egypt. Do you want some um, dead bodies back that we took? The the ones that we didn't grind down and sell on for like hokum powders and things. They were using mummy powder to, like, plaster rooms and stuff. Were they? Yeah. They used to grind them down. They were so prevalent. People Grind
4: would, a mummy down be, and wind your body round. People her. were
8: flogging them. And, you know, obviously they, some of them didn't uh, travel too well and they ended up in bits. They would grind it down and sell it on for, like, medicine and stuff. Mummy powder. Oh,
4: man. Just, can we just give all the stuff back? <laughs> we don't own it, right? It's the weirdest, weirdest thing. Do you, do you agree with me, David? Hi, Ian. I wasn't listening. (laughs) Hi
16: there. Hi, hi. Um, are you asking me a question about the Elgin marbles? Um, I was, but the moment's passed. What have you got for us, David? Well, I wanted to ask you something a bit more personal. And I, I know that you've been talking a little bit. I don't listen to you the whole time. But okay. you were talking about um, coming off uh, antidepressants. Yeah. And I was just wondering how that's going. And you, you seem to be in a better place than you were a couple of weeks ago. A better place Maybe than I
4: was a couple of weeks ago. I, so I came off my mirtazapine about six months ago. I've been taking venlafaxine 150 milligrams. And about six weeks ago, I halved it to 75 milligrams. And that was rocky, rocky, rocky. And then about two weeks ago, I've halved it. So I'm now taking 75 milligrams every other day. I tried to do it every third day, but it was too much. And it's, it's slightly less than every 48 hours because today at lunchtime I started getting the tingly head. And I know that if I don't take one then, uh, in an hour I'm going to be um, sobbing on the floor. So I took one and in an hour I still had to go to bed and just lie in bed and try and blank the world out for a couple of hours. And I'm finding it very, very hard to do an uplifting spiritual show. But God damn it, show, the show must go on, David. So I'm yeah, doing my best. Uh-huh. So that's where I am. It's hard work, man. It's hard work.
16: Yeah, and but do you, do you think you're on the on the right path? Do you think things are getting better, or is it is it hard to, it's to be- work? Well,
4: out? it's better than it was uh, a month ago. Is it the mm-hmm. right thing to do? I don't know. I won't know until two or three months after I've stopped taking them and they're completely out of my system. I've read some reports; it might take six months. But two or three months afterwards, and then I'll know whether coming off antidepressants was the right thing to do, or whether I need to. Beyond them, and everyone, loads of people on Twitter going, "Don't do it." Why are you doing it? You, because I want to do it because it's my choice. It's my choice yeah, to sure, decide sure. what drugs I put in my body, and I'm deciding I want to see what it feels like not to put these drugs in my body, and I'm very comfortable with that choice. Thank you very much, indeed. What why are you asking, questions? David?
16: Why are you asking? Well, well I, um, I, I, I don't want to say exactly why. What, okay, why. and you know I have some experience with people in my family taking antidepressants. Okay, uh, not not myself, but um, fair enough. But, you know, yeah. Um, have you noticed anything positive about the experience? I can
4: come. I can come. I can come, David. I can ejaculate. This is amazing. I can finish it off when I am having it off. I can come. I can come. I can come.
16: Yeah, you should put that down on vinyl. That's good. That's good. I can.
4: I can put it down on vinyl. I can put it down on wood. I can put it down on anything now. I couldn't before.
16: Oh, you're a man, that's good. That's My good. worry
4: is that it's now going, you know, whereas it was taking like eight hours and then I'd go, I'm bored, can we stop? Now I'm worried that it's like going too quickly. But that's another that's that's, that's a that's a different that's a matter well, for how, a different how day. many sexual partners have you got? Oh man, I've got um uh, uh just the one and um it's called My Right Hand and <laughs> we are getting very, very intimate at the moment.
16: Well that's good. I've, I've, aside from the sexual stuff, any other good good things that you've noticed? About coming off antidepressants?
4: Not yet. No, my weight hasn't gone down. Um, my imagine my creativity is a little bit flatter than it ha- I'm really hoping that w- that when I come off them completely, my my creativity, I'm going to have a creative burst, and my imagination's going to kind of zap back into action because it's feeling a bit flat at the moment and a bit tired. So no, I've, I've noticed nothing else yet, David. But um, no. So, what was the original? In, what was the original reason for
16: wanting to come off them?
4: Um, just to see what it was like off them, because I was com- I was approaching. You're not from the Daily Mirror, are you? No, <laughs> God no. Okay, fine. I, I, I am approaching a much calmer, stabler, more stable position than I've been in in years. Because finally, the divorce is getting settled. That'll be s- settled in a mm-hmm. month. Uh, you know, I'm, I've got a, a house to live in, opposed to the the room I was renting um i you know i'm not in a in a relationship that was not working and was no one would admit was not working um and so i just want to see i think you know this point in my life is a good point to see if i can survive without um the, without medication and um mm-hmm. so yeah i just i just want to see
16: okay but there, there wasn't a, 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 a specific reason that you, you thought there wasn't some inhibition that the drugs were causing for you that you wanted to come off them to, I don't know, like kind of wake up or, or I, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. I've never taken them, but that, that it was, it was more about just coming off them rather than something that you felt that they were inhibiting.
4: Um, I think,
16: but, think because it, it, so. if, if there's nothing that's bad that they're doing to you, why not just stay on them? That, that that that's another way of asking the question.
4: Well, okay. Well, then by the fact that you're asking the question makes me um, says to me, I have not explained well enough why I want to come off them. That the 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 point of why I want to come off them has been missed, and that must be my fault for not explaining it properly.
16: Well, the, the sexual side is nothing on its own. No, no, so no but not the sexual to side to one side. Aspect.
4: No, the, but but why would I want to? Um, if there is a chance that I don't have to put a chemical into my body,
16: wouldn't in order I, to feel normal,
4: yeah, wouldn't I want to take that chance? Yeah. And the only way I can know if I need to put this chemical in my body or not is to stop taking it for a while and see if you know if, if I'm ending up in bed sobbing and, and you know wanting to kill myself. Then okay, fine, I'll go back on it.
16: But there wasn't some specific side you, effect. Uh, you need to. I need
4: face. no. I need what is what is the specific side effect that you're trying to that you're referring to? Because there's obviously something you're, you're aiming for.
16: I don't know. Uh, some people maybe feel that when they're taking antidepressants, they feel that they're not fully there. That they're kind of no, uh, I never felt that. spaced out. I, ne- I never felt that. Is that what someone in your family is feeling? Um, well, that uh, I don't want to go into too much detail, but you can someone my experience of someone i know on antidepressants is that they changed very substantially yeah. and weren't the person that you knew before and in a kind of worrying way that it's like you, it's not the person that you knew that you were talking to um
4: okay um
16: uh, but that's not you uh, it's difficult to know from your from your own point of view right
4: yeah, yeah. You... everyone's different man i don't know uh
8: can more. i can i interject? Yeah, hello, because because i, because I know right. ian and i know what he's been like on various kinds of medication yes. there was one in particular that did take him away yes it made him very distant <laughs> and um didn't care you know obviously it stopped him from from being depressed because he didn't give a toss about anything but he also couldn't engage with anything if you know what i mean yeah is that the sort of thing you're talking about
16: yeah, well, I, I mean, I know that they have effects. They have side effects. They David, David's effects. being vague. David, listen, there's only so much...
4: That we, I think we've shared our experience as much as we can. And I understand why you're being coy, and I'm not pushing for you, but if you can't give us... There's obviously something you're aiming for, and without knowing your situation and the story of the person that you're, you're obliquely referring to, and I get why you're being oblique, then there's not really any more we can say, I don't think.
16: Well, no, it's been a very interesting conversation. I hope and I it's wish helped, you man. All the best. I, I I I love you, Ian. I love and you, I, David. I, out for you.
4: I hope it works out for you and for whoever it is in your family that's affected, brother. You take care.
16: Cheers, mate. Thanks Thank
4: for asking me. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. I understand why he's being a bit coy. You don't want to yeah. drop people in it. Danny, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Paul Ross is on at one. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative
0: with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio.
4: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Paul Ross coming in at one o'clock. Let's go to Danny. Good evening, Danny. All right, Ian, all right, Cap. Hiya. Yeah. Here comes Danny. Yeah. Let's get this show started. At last, twelve forty nine and forty eight seconds. Danny finally calls up. Now the show can start. Away you go, brother. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so yeah, now that your jizz is working, if Cameron Diaz gives you a call for a remake of there's something about Mary, you're in.
4: Sorry. Um but here's the thing, I don't think they use real semen in that movie no. anyway. I think it was it was um Fake's bath, I think so. Yeah, yeah there's a company Our in America is. that makes it. Yeah,
5: I'm not. I won't watch a sequel. Then not interested. I think you explained your situation with Grant and perfectly the first time round. But I think yeah, that bloke was a nice bloke, maybe trying to um, ask questions about giving away too much about his own. Oh yeah,
4: which is fine. Situation. I understand. that. I understand that. But I think we kind yeah. of got as far as we could without knowing what it was. He was kind of it was his situation. And we couldn't too much one way. Yeah, couldn't say couldn't say too much more. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. I wish him the best of luck. I hope he sorts it out. I hope his friend gets well and I hope everyone's happy and everyone stops fighting and everyone loves each other and and, and we all give each other uh, talcum powder massages on our our chests and our backs. That's what I want for this world. I'm a grown man and I still use talcum powder. Mate, it gives you
5: cancer. No, I breathe out. I don't breathe in with well, it.
4: The thing is, the particles, this is why they. Because I was saying this a few years ago, where's, where's talcum powder gone? And you, I think it was you, t- Tommy Kath, loads of stories of it giving cancer, particularly ovarian cancer, mm-hmm. because we, it goes up inside a woman. Yeah. Um, but it, the, it's such fine particles, Danny, that you it will is. be inhaling it. I used to love. Dick, come on, scientists, please, invent non cancerous talcum powder. There's nothing better after a bath lathering yourself in keep town. Keeps you fresh
8: and dry. My husband's <sighs> family swear by it.
4: Yeah, I love it. I've got
5: four of them in the cupboard, <laughs> just in case it's a shortage. Daddy's no, living in, in the, living the cancer house. <laughs> what
4: are you talking anyway, about?
5: Can I talk about the chase quickly? Yeah, of course you can. I was watching it. I've never watched that programme. I don't like any quiz programmes, because I want the question, and I want the answer immediately. I don't want oh. that question, and then five minutes later, the answer. Yeah. Never okay. watched The Chase before. I thought you were very good on it. Thank you. You were diddled. You know you were diddled, didn't you? Yeah. My, I was watching that, the woman she got 17 in a row. Yeah. I was watching that with my cats, oh. and only two of my cats speak English, and they got all of them, most of those answers.
4: One of right. our questions was, what city did, did the music scene Madchester? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, the thing was, right... The, yeah. the the chaser has much significantly more time in that final round it's it, the, 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 because they get the same amount of time but we would have to press the button wait for our name to be said and then answer but she yeah. can answer coming paul she could answer as soon as the question is fired at her so that saves loads of time and also as with stanley johnson who didn't have a clue what day it was he didn't bring his hearing aid so he couldn't hear anything and you being nice and looking at him before you answered the questions. Well, if if there were any I knew, I went straight in. If there were any I was unsure about, I looked at him to see if he was flinching. There was nothing. And if there was any I did, and then i guessed, and if there was any I, I didn't have a clue at, I'd look at him, see he wasn't moving, so I would buzz in and pass. I did it all, basically. I did it all. Can I say hello to Paul before you cut me off mercilessly? Well, let me just ask. Paul, Danny wants to say hello to you. I'd right? love to that... say hello to Danny. Yeah, uh, uh, Mr Ross says it's okay, Danny. Hello, Paul. It,
5: this is Paul Ross calling from 1970
10: again. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Basically, good to hear your voice again. In fact, I don't want to play one-upmanship with Ian, because he'd always beat me, but I was on the chase with John Thompson, Carol Valderman, oh, wow, and, I would I Silla, and we won 100 grand from the wow. chase. 25 grand for each charity. Did the problem for me, Danny, was... Um, I can't remember who I gave it to, I think a childhood leukaemia charity, but they sent me the check in my name personally. And I had oh, that wow. heart flipping moment. I was open, I went, go gum, go gum. But I'm, I I must admit the bad side of me for, for a nanosecond thought, is there a way of No, there's not a way of doing that. But, <laughs> but we got lucky with four of you, of course, you push the chaser back four immediately. But you're like the buzzer oh, is their inbuilt advantage. Right. So the more that get and we all
4: four got through, but the buzzer I means really they understand. of course
10: they nick time, don't yeah, they?
4: Yeah. I didn't realize oh, I I I must admit I've not really seen the chase. I'm aware of yeah. it. And if it's on I'll watch a few minutes of it. But I wasn't completely aware of the rules, even though you're sat for like three hours they keep going through the rules here. I didn't realise that if there were more of you at the yeah the yeah ends, you get, you, for each for each person who gets through the chaser goes back one so you right. get we had a full, we had a
10: four place start if that makes sense but oh, the no, buzzer is the buzzer is a kind of down I think for, we
4: had a different round I think we had a different final because we answered like 17 questions in a row and she got like 18. Yeah. I think was it the same Is that the same way it worked for oh, you? Uh,
10: no, we 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 started kind of f- four in because we each person got a place right, okay, in. Okay. So maybe you got what? Well, maybe you moved that one because you yeah. survived. I don't. I don't, I
4: don't yeah. I, all I know is that we it took three and a half hours. But he just went that. to It
10: was the beast we were against that guy Mark Labbett. He's a lovely fellow. Yeah, He's yeah, about yeah. eight foot tall. Yeah, yeah. But um, he, he went. I think he got a couple of soap opera questions. It was like watching a Rubik's cube unravel. <laughs> and you could see him start to doubt himself. Brilliant. He went down. It's a fun show. That oh, oh, yeah. Brad is a lovely fellow, isn't it? He's
4: brilliant, man. He's a machine. Danny, I'm cutting you off now. Danny. It's been a pleasure. Get lost. <laughs> Get lost. Bum lick. No friends in showbiz. No. <laughs> What's on your show tonight, Mr.
10: Uh, well, Rice? I'm looking forward to this immensely. I'll tell you why. It's Thanksgiving Day today in America, our time. Oh. They're, they're slowly getting up. It's always the third Thursday in November, 1620, oh, when the do they Pilgrim do it Fathers. On the Thursday, not yeah. the twenty-four. No, it's always on the Thursday. Oh, yeah. okay. So they do it um, to mark the 1620 arrival of the Pilgrim Fathers. We've been all over the states on the late, late, early, early show. We had three states left deliberately. And we're going to go to each one tonight. Yeah. South Dakota for Mount Rushmore.
4: Oh. Oklahoma
10: for the Cowboy Museum. Yeah. And Tupelo, Mississippi for the birthplace of Elvis. <laughs> so I'm yes. looking forward to that. We're going to tick up the final ones of our Mount American Rushmore. state journey.
4: Mount Rushmore. I mean, what are the chances of a mountain growing... In the shape of the faces of some of the presidents of America. That is some. That is amazing. I isn't once it? had a
10: pimple that had the look of Julia Hartley Brewer. <laughs> but you're right. A granite mountain growing into Washington, Jefferson, amazing. Roosevelt and Lincoln. Amazing. And and you know not... there's
8: a secret room in there where they keep... Round the back. The yeah. guy tells us about it, Incredible. Apparently. Oh, really?
10: Yeah. Oh, I shall have a little listen it's to It's kind of the Dan Brown type thing. And also they're building an even bigger um, mountain-based statue of Crazy Horse on his horse. That's going to dwarf, ma- again, on the Black Hills of Dakota. Wow. So it should be a good show tonight. I think. Happy Thanksgiving if you're American and even if you're not.
4: Here's that I would be up for... Because I'm glad that Halloween... I don't know where Halloween originated from. But I'm glad that we've got, like, the trick-or-treat. I love that. I think that's a great Americanism. I'm glad that, that Christmas is kind of an American thing now... I'd be up for having Thanksgiving. Has uh, anyone ever tried to really kick-start that in the... Uh, I'd be up for that. A big old feast the month before Christmas.
10: I it's turkey. It's a double turkey in, in four weeks, isn't it? They have, tur- they have their turkey on Thanksgiving. Right. Don't know what they have on Christmas Day. Burgers, probably. <laughs> Chicken nuggets or something hideous. <laughs> we'll,
4: we'll have a bit of lamb or something for Thanksgiving. <laughs> a, bit, a, bit, a, a bit of beef. We'll have some beef. That'll be great. A nice old nosh-up. <laughs> That's one for next year, if we
8: call it? you welcome giving. Because <laughs> we, we let them have it, didn't we?
4: <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, no, that'll do it. Um, um, anything else you want to... Uh, well, oh, yeah, we've got a lovely
10: story about... Um, it's a kind of story of generosity and tenacity. A couple who got a lovely puppy, Hungarian Vizsla. They thought it just had this thing they called puppy crawl. It didn't. It had been trodden as a puppy, and its back leg simply didn't work. Oh, and They replaced
4: you, it with wheels, please. They've got
10: the wheels there, but also, but even so, it was a life-threatening condition, and you oh. can't insure against a pre-existing condition. They needed fifteen sixteen thousand pounds £16,000. Lovely couple from Bournemouth. They went on to a just giving thing, GoFundMe or whatever it's called. Yeah. It's cool. Gilbert's journey, they've got all over the world. Buenos Aires have sent money, yeah, you know, from America, Singapore, and stuff. So we've got the couple on the program, and, the, and Gilbert
4: the doggy. How people reach in their pockets. You see, we, we, we've been looking at cats. I want to get some kittens. We've been looking at cats online, and people just. I'd dip. have them all. Yeah, yeah I'm looking yeah. at all of them going,
3: Well, I had a problem with one.
10: cats in that when I was about in my mid 30s, a long time ago, I suddenly developed a cat allergy. And apparently late onset allergies is quite common. And yeah. I used to love you know, we had we had lovely cats when I was a kid. I had a couple of cats myself with my first or second wife, they blow into one after a long time.
4: But you can't have a cat now. I always blow up and everything. Well this is why I'm getting them, so you can't come to my house. Simple <laughs> <laughs> as that, Paul. As us if I would. Is up next, we'll be back tonight at ten. Thank you, ta ta.